Welcome, my chingus, to the after show for episode 105. If this is your first time tuning in, this is not the main episode. This is the fingertips of the main episode where we talk about random topics of interest. Now, this episode, we will do a follow-up to our top 10 K-pop songs of 2016 Mm -hmm. where we're going to talk about some of the songs that didn't make our list. We're going to give out some awards and some grades, and we're going to talk about what we want to see in 2017. Yeah, kind of like a recap after show. Right. It'll probably be a short one, but short and sweet. That's how Josh likes it, as he was telling me earlier. Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Not sure that made sense. Now, we're going to try a new thing this year. It already caused some confusion with Josh and me earlier, so it may or may not go well, but we're going to kind of give a grade to all of the major companies uh, for, for kind of the year as a kind of yearly summation. So we're going to give like a grade to SM, YG, JYP, mm-hmm. and then some of the smaller companies as well. Then we're going to talk kind of about, you know, maybe do some rest in peace to some of the groups that we lost. Yeah, a lot of groups this year. Yeah, and maybe then talk about some of the new groups that happened this year and then give out some awards that don't mean anything and are entirely subjective. And they mean nothing at all. Much like everything else we say. Or do. (laughs) That's true. They mean nothing. So let's start. Now, uh, first, I want to talk about SM Entertainment. Okay. And kind of... I want to give them a grade, all right? How did they do, right? If the, if their mother, you know, opened the mailbox, what grade would SM Entertainment get? Did you get your, your grades through the mail? Mm, yes, only at, uh, like the last six weeks. Like, because you have your exams. All right. This is prior to internet because now, nowadays you just check the on the internet for your grades right uh but yeah like uh like before winter break or before summer break they would mail it to you because you can't get them at school anymore because you're on vacation you didn't well in college it was all online of course but in high school and and middle school i distinctly remember like uh like our teachers giving us a sealed envelope to kind of take home and i just remembered being very good at Unsealing and sealing envelopes. Right. I mean, but that's what we did. But how right. did you get it for the last six weeks or whatever you do in California? What do you mean last six? Like after finals? Yeah, because after finals, you don't have school anymore. So mm-hmm. how do they give you the grades then? I think I think for midterms, we took it home. And then for finals, I think they mail it to us. That, that's uh, what I'm saying, bro. I think maybe I'm, I'm not 100% sure. My memory for that, like everything, is fuzzy. All right. Well, either way, the internet now exists yeah. and you can just check your grades online, which, by the way, this is the after show, so it can be a little tangenty. Uh, sorry, new time listeners. Sorry. But, uh, I, you know, I was a teacher in America. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, you're right, you, you can check every grade up to the minute grades on the internet, right? You just log in. There's a special parent site that is even a separate one for the students and your parents just got to log in. Do you know how many parents have never once checked their child's grades despite it being at, at on their, their fingertips on their finger? Yeah, literally fingertips. All they have to do is just even on their iPhones, just look at their kids grades. I, I would guess maybe like 50% of them wow. have never once checked it. And it's, but it's always divergent. It's like, there's the set of parents who check it religiously every day, right? The, mm-hmm. the, you don't, not even the tiger, tiger moms, moms right? not even them, just okay. 
just the parents that care about the grades, but it doesn't mean and they they're, can. they're full tiger. Like they right, don't right. force their students to live and breathe school, right? Um, and then there's like the the other half where they don't even know how to log in. They've they don't even kind of like technology, you know, technology impaired. Yeah, maybe they're technology impaired, or right. they're so busy, or they just don't care enough. Like they care about the mm. general well being of their kids, you know. Anyways, it was always kind of sad to me. Maybe it's better now. It's five years later since I, I've taught in high school. But, but I doubt it. I, I, I really doubt it. That's why I ran away to Korea. <laughs> um, and, and, and it's so weird because in Korea, they don't, they don't really... You would think they'd be on top of this like online grade thing, but they do grades totally different in Korea. Mm-hmm. Where It's really kind of archaic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they only have like a handful of grades a year because they don't grade homework and they don't grade, they don't have no. quizzes. It's just mainly like one or two tests. That's it. Two yeah. tests, two yeah. tests. Two tests, like an entire mm-hmm. year. Those are the only ones. And and that travels with you for the rest of your career, starting in middle school, I think, or even elementary school. Yeah, I'm not, I'm which is sure. Donkey Kong. Anyways, so we're going to grade like a Korean tiger mom. We're mm-hmm. going to give a grade to these companies. SM is first. Josh, why don't I start? Sure. All right, because I sprung this on you when you came here today. I want to give you some time to to think and also understand what the hell I'm saying. Okay, it's brewing in my mind. It's brewing. Right. So uh, before I get to the grade, I want to kind of sum up uh, 2016 as far as I can remember. For SM. For SM. And one of the biggest things SM did this year is that they unleashed the SM station. Yes. Which um, you probably know by now, but they released, for the most part, one song a week. For all 52 weeks, some of them were by big name stars. Some of them were by random producers that they keep hidden in the basement to like classical musicians to just all sorts of random things. Yeah. And in the same kind of vein, a lot of SM, like I guess, artists that were part of groups made their solo debut through Station, I think. Yeah. It gave them a lot of uh, opportunities. Mm -hmm. And last after or last year's after show, I think we were talking about how cool that kind of was mm-hmm. and and the opportunities and the the what ifs. And after going through 52 of those songs, I really do think that that at least the station part gets like a, a C. It gets like an average to mm. me. Because yes, it gave opportunity. So I don't want to say it failed because it it definitely allowed SM to have a wider range of mm. releases, which is important, I think, because SM previously has done a lot of just the same old, same old, right? Yeah. I, I think for me, I would give the station part maybe not as harsh a grade, maybe like a C plus or B minus, because like you said, I think SM was able to experiment mm. a lot with like different sounds and kind of have their artists do things that they wouldn't normally get to do. So but, I think that's really great for a company like SM, who are really kind of like, you know, right. girl group, boy group, heavy, like machine, machine, very machine. machine. Like they, they pump out boy groups and girl groups and they stick to the mold. You know, they have like, they're very machine and very uniform. So I think it was really good for them to kind of branch out of their shell, I guess, and kind of do the station thing and also kind of give them a little bit more points because for me, I thought that they would kind of cut it out, you know, after it wasn't successful, but a lot of those songs weren't successful and yet they kept, Having right. station they songs committed. coming out, they were consistent. They were committed, and for that, I think like a C plus, B minus. But I also don't. The reason I I wouldn't go up that high is because I don't think any of the songs, other than 
Like, yeah, Taeyong's song mm-hmm. was considered a Station song, but that could have been a single, right. and it would have been a single if Station didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm looking at all those other ones, like the more interesting kind of releases the more that esoteric, they had. like Boa ones and, and Luna ones, right? Yeah, like those would have probably been released regardless. I just don't think any of those other songs were actually that interesting. Like no, they, they had weren't. some spicy pairings. You're like, right. oh, I never would have thought this and this would have happened. Like you and me, Ray was on one. I remember. Yeah, but I didn't think any of the actual songs, songs were all that great. Were yeah. were noteworthy. Yeah, that's um, why I would have to say probably C plus range ish for me. Yeah, I can. I, I'll go. I can go up to C plus, but mm-hmm. uh, B is a little crazy yeah, B, to me. B minus might be a little bit too much, but C plus is I think the proper. proper but again, grade. we also have different like. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what your actual C is, and I don't right. know what your actual B is. But, right. um, so the station part was cool idea, and I heard, of course, they're continuing it this year. And so my hope would be to – it's like quantity over quality, right? It's mm-hmm. I, I felt that if they maybe cut it to 40 or maybe every two weeks, 26, you could have a much better selection and less filler – and maybe I'll feel better about that. I I, I don't right. really know. Well, I, I think it's we're we're kind of setting them up for failure in a way, because if we kind of look at the songs they do release that are good, we can say, oh, they would have released them regardless if Station was around or not. But we're really kind of looking for a very specific type of song, right? Like a good song that SM normally doesn't put out is a song that we're looking for and expecting from SM Station for it to be good. Right. Uh, sort of. I, I don't. Uh, when I mentioned that Taeyong is already gonna, I, I don't think those songs are good. Mm. I, I just mean I don't mean a good song. We would say, oh well, they would release anyway. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying okay. if it's a big name person, mm. despite some of those songs being not great at mm-hmm. all, they would have came out anyway. Okay. So let me uh, let me ask this question in a different way then. So for 2017 SM Station, what are you expecting? Um. What do you want from it is what I want to say. Well, number one, I want less ballads. But okay. I know that's crazy because that's Korea loves ballads. Okay. And, and Station is a very Korean thing. It's not meant for mm-hmm. international audiences. So, so less ballads, less songs. I know that's not going to happen. That's my hope. Uh, yes, I think I would wish for... Because 26 songs is still a shit ton. Um, with 52 songs, like... there we Every week or every two weeks, we listen to all the songs mm-hmm. and... I know we haven't heard all the station songs, but I, I'm sure we've heard at least 90% of them. Yeah. Um, because of the good work at essentialkpop.com. Yeah. I literally, when making the list, I, I, how many station songs made even our episodes, right? Like, very, very few, right? How many of those station songs even charted if they weren't Taeyeon or, or even the Luna ones that, you know, mm-hmm. and, they didn't and, really chart. They, they didn't those really chart well. even in Korea, right? Right. So, like, I, I do wish. The overall, it's a generic thing to say. It's like I recognize the problem, but I don't necessarily know how to tell uh, them what to a fix solution, it. Right. Um, but I do think uh, less, uh, less songs, or even spicier, spicier songs. Because like there were some weird combinations, but they weren't combinations where I was like, I want to hear that song. Mm. Right. Like maybe if if Taeyeon, not if Taeyeon, sorry, she's a little overused, but if. Luna, yeah, really busy if Luna year. was like, yo, I made this awesome R&B song with, with Bumkey or with Dean, right? I'd been like, okay, 
That's something very interesting, totally out of SM's wheelhouse that I think I would want to hear. Right. For me, even that isn't spicy enough for me to want to hear, even though it is Dean. Like what I want out of SM Station out of 2017 is more, well, one, like you said, less songs. Mm. I think oversaturation of songs is a huge problem. Uh, going back to like when Brave Sound was going to do that kind of uh, kind of calendar year thing where they released one song a month. Even I thought one song a month was too much. Mm. So even like 12 songs from Station in a year, I think would be a little bit a lot. But mm. I just want the quality, the general quality to be higher. Because for 2016, I really felt that most of the songs, like maybe 75% of the songs were throwaway songs. True, true. And I feel like a good 10% of the songs that are left, they're just kind of riding by based off of who they're smashing together. Like, oh, right. have you Mireille on this track? And it's not very good. You know, they have this person. I think they had a good amount of spicy pairings as is, but that wasn't compelling enough for me to want to listen to them. Mm. Actually, I remember us talking about our hopes for it. And we were like, yo, man, what if like they brought in, you know, like EXO members kind of a duet with SNC, like more like group cross pollinization. But that never happened. It was always like if there was a, a big member, a K-pop member at all, it was always paired with an indie artist or like someone we've never really heard about nor yeah. cared about or wanted to see. Right. Like in in my head, I was like, oh, this could be like the most epic fan fiction universe, right? Yeah. Where we would never get this kind of song or this kind of song. And it really was kind of, which maybe is our fault for the assumption. Yeah. Maybe over out, expectation. Right? Yeah. To be just SM indie town for, for right, 80% of them. What what I, I think if I had to kind of pin it down to something that exists already that I want to see SM do is around this time, end of the year, there's a lot of award shows, mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of kind of these uh, kind of specials where like, for example, for example, like Infinity Challenge does this end of the year kind of collaboration thing. And usually those songs just kill the charts. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's and it's doing it. They're doing it right now and they're killing the charts. I would really like to see SM do something like that with their station where they have these collabs or just have like you know, their existing groups just maybe do a cover of old songs or something like that. I think that would do really well I commercially for mm-hmm. one. And I think I would really enjoy that as well. Like use the star power. Yeah, use the star power you have in order to kind of, I guess sometimes nostalgia, sometimes something new, you know, just, just kind of spice it up besides just all indie. Because 2016, like you said, was stations just SM indie town. Yeah. But then the other thing that goes with, I mean, the reason the Infinity Challenge do so well is because it only happens once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. Um, it really doesn't happen much, you know? So like... Yeah, and that's like a different dynamic, right? It happens only once a year and they release, you know, 10 songs at once. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's why, you know, if you have Station every week, it, it gets a little, you know, a little crazy. But I mean, looking at this list, like, of all the Station songs, like, some of them are pairings that I think previously we were like, oh, they would that be kind of really cool. Spicy, like yeah. Boa and Benzino. That would be kind of cool, right? Or, you know, Triple T, you know? But like... They weren't really that great songs. I, actually, so. I forgot Triple T was a station song. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Like um, Tiffany, Simon D. 
Yeah. Got some, some spiciness in here still, though. But sadly, I think the music quality, at least for our sensibilities, wasn't great. But anyways, Station was only part of kind of SM's path this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Their big thing this year was kind of unleashing. I know the, the seeds were planted, I think, in 2014. But like, wait, 2015? Because mm-hmm. it's 2017 now? Yes. Um, I feel I remember the very first day on Reddit, someone was already like, got it, which was they wrote the date wrong. They're like <laughs> one, one, 16. And I'm like, I remember as a teacher, it would or even as a student, I would 100 percent fuck up the year whenever. Uh, actually, I wrote something the other day and I I wrote 2015. Mm. And I was like, wrong. With Where me. am I? Where am I in life? What's wrong with me? Um, Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> <laughs> I've come from the, the from the past. All um, right. Anyways, uh, they unleashed kind of NCT and kind of the NCT umbrella, right. the next level, the Neo Culture Technology Unit or whatever. And I still don't understand what the fuck's going on with that. I'm not gonna lie to you. Right. From what I've I've researched, right? It's it's an umbrella blank. It's very similar to like Morning Masume or the Japanese yeah. style where. People, they can make random subunits wherever they want. They can introduce people and let them go at any time that they want. It's an ever-evolving group that will be around forever. Yeah, and right now I think they have kind of three three main groups that they've introduced already, like NCT and NCT like 127 or something like that. Is that right? There's NCTU. NCTU, okay. There's NCT 127. Okay. And I guess normal NCT. CT, right. But again, the, the exact lineups are ever flowing. <laughs> I really don't like understand. It's like the river of K-pop or whatever. Um, like, like maybe I don't care enough, but I just I really don't know what's going on with NCT and what they're doing. I mean, I d- it's definitely a combination of it's confusing and also yeah. we don't care. Like I yes. know there's a hardcore NCT NCT fans that are like, well, obviously if you just fucking googled it, you would know. And it's like we have googled we it. Have we still kind don't of googled it, <laughs> and it's still a little confusing, especially in the beginning. Uh, when oh, yeah. Fur Truck and, and, and Fur Fur. Song, like it was a little confusing as to who was on which subunit and what any of that was. Um, yeah. I think also because at that time they still had SM rookies and I, th- I think they still have SM rookies. So it's like, okay. SM I rookies, think the NCT? rookies is now NCT. I'm right? pretty like, sure. I'm pretty sure y- that's the case. SM, what do you, I don't understand what you're doing. Right. Um, well, either way, you know, for me in, in thinking of a grade, I'm like, thinking about what they released with NCT. And I know mm. a lot of people, we read a bunch of lists and we're, a lot of people liked uh, some of the, the seventh sense or fire mm-hmm. truck and stuff like that. Um, but for the most part, I was kind of uh, disappointed with NCT's releases and underwhelmed. Right. And, and I know, you know, we don't, it's, we have this stigma our, of like, yeah. it's not our thing, but like I've liked EXO stuff. And, and I just didn't feel that NCT, it's like that consistent problem where it's like, what's the point of making a brand new group if all they're going to do is kind of the exact same thing, you know, like, like an EXO mini. Right. right. And, and we'll probably talk about that in the YG section later. Right. Um, but I, I thought the, the songs were decent, definitely not barn burners. No. And so I was overall a little bit disappointed. I do want to see in the future whether or not NCT includes women um, mm. or girls, I should say, because they're definitely not women. They're, they're probably teeny little girls. Right. Um, and whether or not they can do some co-ed stuff or however yeah. NCT works. Like there is a future. There is an excitement yeah. that could happen. But I didn't think that it was particularly exciting at all because 
they just made generic boy group number one and generic boy group number two and generic boy essentially group number three. yeah and i mean starting with you know 2000 end of 2016 2017 you know card is has come up and that like caught our attention oh, as a boy group right yeah and so i think that they can do more things with nct rather than just sm it because i uh, that's basically what i see right now is that nct is just sm being sm that are just saying like oh we have a new boy group we're just putting it out and promoting it in a different way right like they're not pulling the veil over my head about like this new cultural technology but i don't believe that this essentially what i've seen is it's just a huge ass group of boys and they're just going to pick and choose you know, subunits from them and they're essentially just a boy group. It's nothing new. It's nothing new. That's what the thing is. Hmm. But at least if you make great songs, we won't care. Yeah, we won't care, but... Uh, also, it, the other one was NCT Dream. Ah, they NCT, did that yeah, super cutesy weird, one. Yeah. I actually have no idea. Anyways, I heard it once and was like, definitely not my fan. Nope. Um, so NCT happened and then, of course, a lot of people started doing solo work, which is something... We've also mentioned in the past wanting SM to do more. They really haven't mm-hmm. done that much solo stuff other than ballad dudes and ballad dudes and ballad women singers, right? Not not real solos. Right. Which is, you know, it's hard to be a real soloist, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they did take a lot more chances. Like Tiffany did a lot of stuff. Uh, Luna did some stuff. Mm-hmm. She came back with New Face and everything. Some of the EXO members did some stuff. And, of course, Taeyeon did a lot of stuff this year. Yeah, Taeyeon being the biggest amongst them. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, EXO, they did release Monster. EXO being EXO as a whole. But for me, EXO compared to EXO in the past, not as big an impact in the whole kind of scene right. as they've had before. Right. So, I think in general, that's kind of what's up with mm. SM. Uh, I think for me, I would give them as an overall... Uh, score, you know, on their report card, I would give them a C mm. because I think they didn't do anything great, amazing. Nothing, out, nothing really out of their but uncharacteristic they, yeah. of them. But they didn't do anything particularly horrible. But not, nothing particularly good as well. Uh, what would you give them, do you think? Uh, I, th- I think it would have to be a C plus mm. because even though they kind of did the same old, same old. I think Taeyeon's solo was actually very, very good mm. um, because Taeyeon being, you know, uh, a soloist that a lot of people have been waiting for for a really long time. Uh, 2015 wasn't a really good kind of showcasing of her debut and all that. So 2016, she was really, really busy, I think, and had a lot of songs that had a lot of commercial success. So I want to say C+. I mean, maybe I can bend. I mean, because I liked Y. I mean, it was mm. like number whatever, five or something on my list. Right? Mm, that's right. Maybe um, top 10, right? Yeah. But I, I, in my head, like I, I think even though you liked the Red Velvet song, you know, mm. which was also on your list, like I, I thought the Red Velvet song was disappointing, uh, especially compared to the previous years. XO's Monster, a little disappointing. Uh, NCT, the, that debut, I thought was per- not particularly th- that great. Mm. So even though Taeyeon kind of pulled the average a little bit up, uh, I think I can go with C plus, C, C plus. Okay. Uh, but Somewhere in that middle. Definitely middling. Middling, yes. And so I'm re- I mean, are you hoping for anything from SM in, in 2017? More, more Girls Generation? C, you want C, more of that party? See, at this point, I don't know what SM could do. 
they they really need to kind of FX. I don't know. They they're they've kind of set themselves in this kind of plan that hasn't really produced any fruit and it doesn't look like it's really going to produce that much fruit. Like it really for seems us, like they're going to coast us. for a while. Mm. Right. And that was a, a our complaint last year too, which yeah. is that they would coast and they need to stop coasting or else it's going to screw them. But I mean, yeah. they still sell a billion fucking records. Yeah. You know? So they don't really need to, you know, shake it up as much as we say that they do. But I mean, 2016, it's the same old SM just trying to make it look different, but it's the same. That's what it is. You know, you know what? I almost forgot, but I also thought Shiny's was, stuff was Shiny's disappointing, stuff too. Was, was extremely disappointing. It was a lot of coasting, as you said. Yeah, a lot of coasting. Um, so if I were to hope for anything, I hope... Do you think they'll release an NCT Girl version? I, I don't. I, maybe that's already been announced. I have no idea. But I, supposedly, would you want to see another girl group? Supposedly, SM has a girl group in the making. That, that's what the rumors mm-hmm. are kind of floating around, that they have a girl group in mind already. already. Yeah. And if that's the case, then I'm kind of looking forward to that because SM these days has been really focused on their boy groups, namely EXO. But do you, so do you think they'll go, they'll finally have a girls' generation replacement? Because FX mm. and Red Velvet are, well, they're kind of replacements of each other, right? So yeah, like, different beasts, right? Like yeah. FX was already a different beast from Girls' Generation, right? And nowadays, right, the the big groups are back in back in trend. So, do you think that is that part of the rumor? Like how big the group is? And, and I, I heard it's quite big. Gotcha. Like yeah. a, another Girls' Generation. Maybe. I mean, I'd be down for that. I mean, I like girls and stuff. I just don't. I just don't know what songs i want to hear from an sm girl group anymore see yeah that, that's, like, that's the thing. problem with sm know. they're already so locked into what they're doing in order to change i feel like they have to just break it down and then start from the beginning but knowing sm they're never just going to break it down true chains true yeah. chains all right yeah. so uh, i think that's sm you got that good old stanky c c plus mm-hmm. next we're going to talk about yg YG. This will probably be shorter because we spent a whole hour, I think, talking about YG's meltdown in mm-hmm. one of our uh, past episodes. And so this year, I mean, we have 21 breaking up. Yes. We have Big Bang. Uh, Big Bang uh, leaving soon, uh, yeah, but also finally re- uh, releasing the end of their Maid series. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the the one guy leaving winner. Taehyun. Yeah. We had uh, Icon doing a little bit of stuff. Not really doing much. And, of course, we had Blackpink. Kind of as the big things. Right? Of course, there's Akmu and all the mothers. And That's true. Akmu did a little bit of stuff. Guess you can call it stuff. And so, you know, obviously, we're super disappointed by YG this year. Yeah. Um, I think the only bright spot is Blackpink. Mm-hmm. And even that is not really, like, blindingly bright. Right. Like, even though we love their music, we spent a lot of time talking about how nowadays... Not even nowadays, like even in the K-pop scene five years ago, it's important to be personalities that Mm -hmm. helps a lot. And uh, you have to like the people. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. Blackpink, despite being finally going on variety shows, they were on Running Man like they're they still have a lot of work to be done on that side of things. Um, But Blackpink, definitely the the bright spot in the, the poo salad. Of YG's and this year. destruction of YG, basically. And now they're talking about that 21 is, uh, uh, well, the three remaining members of 21. They're going to sign elsewhere. 
Uh, well, no, that they signed with Minzy's. Is that what the right? No, they're gonna, no, they're gonna make one more song. Yeah, yeah, right, right. They're gonna make a goodbye song, and then they already. And while I think that's a cool idea, um, I mean, it's like goodbye it's sex. Kind of like it's just weird to have all those announcements first, and then being like, "Hey, we're making." It's like make the goodbye song, say we're leaving, and release it immediately. Like that's the proper good way it's, to end the group. Yeah, you know? it's, it's like goodbye sex, right? Like the way they're doing it is there's no, it's nothing really great about it except that we might have a good song before they leave i guess i was trying to figure out how it was like good okay because at least the sex is good but then i don't think the song was going to be good so yeah it's like have a goodbye sex with you know the reason why you broke up with your girlfriend is because she got like really fat and really bitchy really unattractive i am not with, <laughs> i am 100 not with you on this analogy all but, right uh, oh okay yeah someone out there will get it someone yeah. out there i know uh, one of our listeners will i think it's more like you getting a present and then inside is a piece of shit <laughs> oh that's pretty harsh but no that's not true i, I just think the the order it just shows again how little planning was kind of involved in, mm. in their decision making um so I think it's no surprise that YG would get a low score. Like mm. for me, I mean, it's it's going to get an F. I think YG deserves an F. Maybe was, a D minus if we factor in Blackpink. I was going to say D factoring in Blackpink. Yeah, uh, but I just... Well, Maybe a D minus actually when I think about them losing Big Bang and 21 at once. Yeah. My, my city doesn't have Ds, so it goes C to F. I see. Uh, so I guess it's kind of the same thing to me. Mm. Uh, like they definitely like mismanaged the whole 21 thing. And even though I, we haven't been, we're not diehard fans of 21, I think it's, it's really obvious it's to see that they could blow. have, from outside knowledge, they they could have figured out a way to handle that much better. It's a huge blow to YG. Um, the maid delay, I don't know what that is. And yeah. then the fact that those songs came out, and even though I like Fuck It, like it was still kind of like a eh, uh, goodbye. You yeah, know, given given all the things that were going on, it really overshadowed the song and the release itself. Right. You know, the winner stuff. I kind of appreciate it because it was a little. Mm. It was different. Yeah. Um, but it didn't particularly click. And then, of course, uh, Tae Hyun. Tae Hyun. Tae Hyun. Yeah. Uh, him leaving, of course, also sucks. And then Icon. Uh, you you see if. If you had, if we had done this kind of report card thing at halfway through the year, I think they would been somewhere around the passing range, right? Like even without Blackpink, but even this this past like end of this last few months, I should even say, it's just kind of YG just destroying itself. Yeah, I don't think I would have ever given them a pass. Like because well, I mean, the made Big Bang like releasing album this year was a pretty huge deal, right? That was last year. Was it last year? Yeah. Loser was last year, right? Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god. Then yeah. All those maybe. songs were last year. Then maybe it, it would have been a C minus at half halfway, maybe even a D plus, and now it's like a D minus. Cause like in the beginning of the year. Like, right. Oh, actually, maybe an, even an F then. Yeah, like all they yeah. had in the beginning with no black pink was no big bang songs. Right. Uh maybe winner. It took a whole year for them to release two songs. Is that right? Uh, three songs, sir. Don't forget. <laughs> sorry. Don't forget. My girlfriend. girlfriend. Uh, it took him more than a year. Yeah. Wow. God damn. Yeah. Then that's got to be an F for sure for me. 
Aha, we got him. Yeah, it's got to be an F for sure. Uh, but, of course, we want to talk about what we want to see, right? And, I mean, oh, I'm, I am looking, really looking forward to Blackpink still. I mean, Whistle, oh, one of my favorite songs of the year. Uh, playing with Fire is still also a really great song. I really, it worries me, though, because they release always two songs at once. And one of them is just always terrible. Crap shoot, yeah. Even though people love Boombaya. That's a terrible song. Blackpink in your area. I don't even know what the other song that released with Playing With Fire was called, but it was like this weird acoustic, acoustic band yeah. thing. Oh, God. Why, G? What But I do look forward to that. I, I do, Hopefully, because only T.O.P. is leaving, so hopefully there's going to be maybe more GD solo stuff or maybe there's more Taeyong solo oh, stuff. Oh, boy. That would be interesting. I am not as optimistic as you are. <laughs> I'm trying to be. I, I, I don't see, think any I of this see. will happen at all, but I'm trying to be. 21's leaving, so we, we can't hope for it. Hopefully, CL comes back to Korea and makes another Memboong. That would be cool. Probably not going to happen, though. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's all I got to say about YG expectations I mean, for 2017. Icon? Winner? Oh, They could come boy. out with some bangers, maybe. Huh? All right. Well, sucks to be you, YG. I uh, got an F or a D minus. Maybe, maybe I got him to an F. F. All right. Yeah. Uh, the other big company, of course, is going to be JYP. JYP. And JYP, of course, this year can be uh, uh, summed up in one word, of course, that is twice. Twice. Yes. Um, but 2PM did come back a little bit. Got Seven, and of course, also Got did Seven also did some things. Wonder Girls came out with that one song, mm-hmm. which uh, was very popular. Very popular song. Twice was what? Your number two, mm-hmm. my number four, whatever the hell. Like, we know Twice is a big thing. You know we love Twice. Mm-hmm. But fundamentally, game-changing, like, tw- uh, JYP destroyed this year. I think that's fair to say, yes. Like, I think it's hard to describe sometimes, maybe, to mm-hmm. people that uh, don't live in Korea. But, like, Twice, Twice is every huge. Twice is so large. And going from zero to 60... Like they went from zero to sixty in like a matter of nothing. two seconds. Yeah, yeah. Like now, now they're already completely. Everybody knows who they are uh, as as an entity. Many people know members, specific members. Which, mm-hmm. despite I think they I made nine. this comparison last time, but like Red Velvet is very popular here, but they're not that popular as individuals. Right. Not as much as like uh, Twice has in one year. Right. Just pacing wise. Right. Know? Right. And also, you know, if you just go by, if you just go by the stock market, I mean, JYP killed it compared Murder. to Murder. Um, but part of that is also the fact that JYP was struggling for many, many, many years. Right. Um, and I, but I think that that struggle kind of allowed them to rise to the top. Right. They did the whole breaking it down. I mean, mm-hmm. we mentioned it many times. JYP changed the entire way he runs his company. And since then, it... Everything has been going up. So it's amazing. I mean, that might be a, a really big punch to your confidence, right? Like you built a company and then you've you've made it strong and then you kind of hit a point where you can't progress any further. Mm-hmm. But I think JYP should be really given a lot of credit because he himself, you know, lessened himself as everything, as an artist, as a producer, as like a face of the company, and kind of said, okay. In order for this company to go further, I need to take a step back. Right. And that is really, in my opinion, really hard to do 
as the man in charge. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the man who made the company. He's the name of the company, right? Like usually they're so like blinded by their own success that they just exactly. don't know how to do anything right. else. Um, also, it was again. I think it's maybe obvious to people who are really into K-pop, but uh, twice, despite making a shit ton of money for JYP and being crazy popular, uh, they are not JYP's main money maker, which is wild. Uh, JYP's main money maker is Two PM. Has always been, I think, 2 p.m. Yeah, and they actually, I, I forgot to bring up the article, but they make a significant amount of money more than uh, uh, twice. And that's because JYP, or sorry, uh, got seven, not got, fuck me. 2 p.m. Uh, 2 p.m. Some you. kind of number was in there. Sorry. Uh, 2 p.m. is extremely popular in Japan. It's it's ridiculous how popular they are in Japan. Right. And like they're releasing solo kind of album after solo album in Japan and kind of like know, under the radar if you don't uh, if you don't know japan's uh, money market is leagues more than korea for at um, least yeah like music wise yeah the people spend a lot of money on music still the the amount of people who listen to money and spend on albums and stuff is infinitely yeah. more than korea i i think that's kind of the main contributor that people in japan still buy and collect kind of physical albums right and they they just they pay for everything there, right? Um, and so, even though two PM didn't do that much in Korea, they don't need to. Uh, they are focusing on the market that matters, and they mark in killing. Japan. They mark in Japan over there. Yeah. Um, but two PM, I think, also a lot of them are are going to go to the military soon as well, right? So I, I think in the article it says probably a lot of them will go in 2017. The article that we're kind of outlining our our thoughts on. Mm. And also, of course, JYP's other group, GOT7, I think of all the things, GOT7 did very well. They, I think, skyrocketed in popularity in 2016. In Korea. In Korea. Right. Uh, because for the longest time, they were very popular internationally, but Koreans didn't give no shits about GOT7. Kind of like Infinite, I would say. Like Infinite, their, their fan base is so popular overseas, but in Korea, they've never really been successful as a unit mm. and i think for got seven they kind of were falling in that that kind of footsteps you know of infinite but i think what really kind of pushed them over into more popularity was that jackson was starting to get really you know involved in a lot of variety and that brought a lot of attention to the group uh, itself instead of jackson and then they started coming up and then i think the bad part about that is they Another reason they started getting more popular is they started mm. releasing more generic songs, mm. uh, which we didn't like at all. But Korea likes. But Korea liked, and they started getting more popularity with like Fly and Hard Carry. And ah, uh, yes, Hard I think carry. it's a it's a shame because our favorite songs were when you know the quirky, fun differentiators that we liked. But they're definitely uh, a little in our books. I think if I'm giving the grade, I think Got Seven is pulling the grade down a little bit mm. money wise, you know, in the Korean market wise, I think it's a different grade but right. for my personal grade. I think a God seven pulled it down a little bit. Right. I mean, it's hard to give them a grade based off of like a lot of different factors, right? Because we had a lot of expectations for all these companies before the year started. And if you look at it commercially, you can give them a grade, right? If you look at it in personal taste, we can give them a grade, right? But for me, I think got seven. If you like, you said personal grade wise, I think they brought it down. Yeah, and the last thing kind of is Wonder Girls. They did, you know, the, the one song Why So uh, Why So Lonely, Why So Lonely, and 
My brain, my brain just fucking exploded. Uh, uh, why so lonely? Mm. I was thinking they just released an article saying it's a rumor, but that the Wonder Girls are going to leave JYP and they're looking right. for another agency, which is kind of sad. Why so lonely? Much better than what was the one last year with the weird funky feel? I, 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 I feel, feel you. you. Yeah. yeah, way better than I feel you. So at least in my in my personal grade, you know that was a hey, good job. Yeah, um, which it's it's really really interesting if you kind of look at the whole k-pop landscape jyp i i think they were always known for being kind of quirky and unique and having a different flavor to them to themselves but in 2016 they went dare i say very generic but that genericness kind of shot them to the top right and i think wonder girls wanting to leave the company is because you know jyp has made this company change and it really does not fit the wonder girls now so i really would not be surprised to see them leave that would suck because well i guess maybe you know i know they they work a lot with making their own music now Mm. but i still think jyp is good at quirky yeah weird things you know so Mm. i just can't imagine them not being with jyp like that's like s you know that's like what girl generation saying you know what let's leave like you know or Let's just leave. Like Big you know, Bang, like, like yeah. you know, well, let's just leave this this company that has, you know, been with us. It's like that's kinda that's kinda poopy. Mm-hmm. So what what grade would you give give JYP? Ooh, this would be a hard one. I would have to say like B plus. I think I'm there. I might be able to say A just because I like honestly A minus. I think I could go as far as A minus. Yeah. A minus? B plus. I mean same B plus A minus. Same difference. Yeah. Like I think they you know, twice did amazing. And I don't, again, I, I think it's an understatement how important it is to have a new group do so well. You know, twice is um, leading the way in terms of girl groups right now. And just having that by itself kind of merits you already at B. Right. Right. Like, I'm just trying to think like the other, uh, you know, Blackpink is popular ish, yeah, but popular. I don't think they're anywhere close. Wonder, uh, it's not Wonder Girls. My gosh, SM Red Velvet doesn't have a new girl group. I mean, Red Velvet's the newest, but they've been out for years, right? You see, the thing is, I think that t- the reason why Twice is so huge is because they capture a lot of the male market, like all the groups that, more so than the other groups, is what I want to say. Like the, the other groups that we're talking about, Blackpink, Red Velvet, they are very popular in their own right, but I think more so popular with female fans. I get what you're saying. They're they're cuter. Yeah, they 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 have more mass appeal, is what I want to say. Right, 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 right. Okay, I get what you're saying. I gave I gave a stinky face. I was like, what, what? Um, but I do think. I mean, it, I'm trying not to mention IOI, right? But like, they're kind of a, a weird. I think that you're right. Their only rival this year was was IOI, and he, and I do think twice won overall. But like, um, it was really close though. Yeah, they like. It for girl groups. It was definitely twice an IOI, and then G Friend might be in there. Yeah, G Friend at least a, a level down because G Friend was so quiet towards the towards the, the half, end, yeah, the end of half, right? And the then year. Blackpink might be there somewhere too. But I would definitely give like I, I honestly I can't think like of course there's a better scenario of like oh they they twice came out and then a guy version of twice came out and JYP mm. every single song was amazing. But I don't think that's particularly realistic. No. So I think this is the best year that a company JYP's could half. even could even hope for. Mm. Um, so 
But to be safe, for future podcasts, I'll, I'll go B minus. I'll go B minus. B minus. Yeah, I don't want to because maybe there's a, a world where how do how do you go from A minus to B minus? Oh wait, what did I say? B minus. Yeah, you said B minus. I'm sorry, I meant B plus. Okay, I was I was a little bit confused. My B. My B yeah. I was like, I I said SM was a B minus almost. Yeah, my bad. Uh, yeah, sorry, B plus. B plus. B plus. Uh, like a B plus plus. Like I don't want to say A just in case there's a year where somebody really really knocks it out of the park and gets an A. But I'll go B plus. I, I want. I want. I think there's kind of a disconnect here. So for you in your area, is a B plus the same as an A minus? Because for us, like where I'm, I'm from, we have a very distinct kind of grade. Mm. Like we have F, then D minus, D, D plus, C minus, C, C plus, like that. Like in high school, or yeah. are you talking about college? Uh, both. Uh, so in college. Um, I think it's changed now, but when I was in college, it was like, you get a certain point, right? Yeah. College is different. But it wasn't like an A uh, when I was in college, like if you got a 79 was the same as you getting a 71, you got the same GPA Mm. points. But nowadays I think they changed it to like 71 to 73 is something and 74 Mm -hmm. to 76 is something. Mm -hmm. And in High school, it was the same. If you get a 71, it's the same GPA points as a 79. Nice. Like a B is a B, an A is an A, a, a C is a C. But oh. they might have changed that. Oh, okay. So. Okay, so that makes sense because I'm grading it like as B plus A minus being two different things and B plus they, being much or not much better, but a lot better than B minus. Right. Uh, I, I just misspoke on that part, but okay. I do think that a mi- like it goes A then down is A minus, and then B plus is right after, but they are different things. Okay, okay. Um, so B plus. Hmm. Uh, an 89. I'm going to have to say... If we're going to use numbers, I'll give them an 89. For, oh, for me, I'm going to have to say an A minus. Okay. Like a 91. I, it's weird that we flip-flop. The, the only reason I, I don't want to say 90 is just because maybe in 2020, there's going to be some bang out. Every song was the most amazing song we ever heard, and we're like, A. Well, the, well, the reason the reason why I kind of flip flop and I went from B plus to an A minus is because when you mentioned IOI, mm. IOI was such a huge force and it was such a huge chunk of the market that it just amazes me that Twice was able to compete with them. Mm. So, like given having that, two big girl mm-hmm. groups at once is, is pretty hard. And they were they were promoting essentially at the same time they're going head to head and twice was still kind of holding their own mm-hmm. so for that i would say a minus okay my bot my heart says a minus but i'm like afraid your of the caution future. says yeah, my b+. cautious is like b plus your your optimism says b plus yeah as um, weird as that is right so we didn't really talk about what we want to see next year for jyp i mean obviously we want twice to keep on wrecking it yes please. but you know the probabilities is not in their favor of yeah. their of songs still being that's decent, every group that's right? every group right yeah so you know what are they gonna do like are they going to aoa and be like yo we we made three amazing songs of brave sound let's try something different y'all Let, let's relax yeah you know? let's take our foot off the pedal and whatever and now guess what aoa not remotely as popular as they used to be Mm-mm. i mean their new songs just came out they charted really not good really not um, good i actually haven't heard the songs so i've been too scared me but, too. And then before you're like, well, they just want good songs. Like bad songs chart well all the time because they come from a brand. Because name, the groups, you know, I think the problem with AOA is that they focus too much on the individuals right when they got popular. 
instead of like spreading that popularity amongst the members, they kind of just poured it all into Sohyun. <laughs> well, you say that, but every girl group used kind to do of, that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I then, think that's what makes Twice so special. Well, not special. I shouldn't say special because this happens for a lot of things. But that's what makes Twice so popular is because what well, sets them apart. Right, there now. are multiple people that can be funneled that can carry the the right. load. Right. No, they're carrying some loads. Oh yeah. Um, all right. So the last kind of it's not at one company, but I did want to kind of give an overall grade to the smaller companies, right? The mm-hmm. non-big three companies. Mm-hmm. And this year we saw, of course, G Friend do very well. Um, we saw BTS do very, very well. 17. We saw 17 do decently well. Yeah. And a whole other kind of, uh, a whole bunch of other, Mamamoo mm-hmm. did very, very well. Right. And I actually think that the smaller companies, if anything, they're the ones knocking it out of the fucking park. Mm-hmm. They're the year. ones really progressing K-pop, I think. Right. Like, you know, G-Friend has been called before, like the diamond in the rough. Like it, it's insane how such a popular group could have come from such a tiny, tiny company. And I think BTS is another example of, of kind of that experience. Um, Mamamoo, again, another example. Like Mamamoo is insanely popular now. Everybody mm-hmm. knows Mamamoo's mm-hmm. name now. Everyone knows BTS's name. Everyone knows uh, G Friend's name. Uh, although I think G Friend is a little less than. Because G Friend is, they haven't been as active as they were before. Right. Like, Mama released, what, like six songs this year? Like, they were fucking Ridic- going They were hard. fucking busy. Uh, were BTS busy. also, like, I don't think, I don't know if they ever sleep. They never um, sleep. Those dudes never sleep. Yeah. But I, if they're not doing group stuff, they're doing solo stuff. That's what they're always doing. Yeah. So uh, I, I think the small companies. Like, again, it's kind of an esoteric. It's like we're not giving it to one thing. Mm. But, like, I, I do think they should get, like, a B. I won't say plus. B. I won't say B, B plus. No, I can't tie them. Sorry. I can't tie them with JYP. So if I went with B plus for JYP, they're going to be a, a B to B minus. They're kind of in that, like, 85, 86 point range for me. Um, because even though G-Friend has been doing a, a lot better. Uh, sorry, not G-Friend. Uh, sorry. G-Friend's been a lot better. I didn't. I wasn't really that into BTS's releases this year. Mm. I I find that the, it, their quality is going down slightly. Um, like Fire and then a Blood Sweat and Tears. I thought Blood Sweat and Tears really wasn't that good, um, despite a lot of people really liking that. But the fact that that song really didn't show up in a lot of people's lists, um, surprise. Uh, I think it showed up that in a few. Me. It showed up in a few, but um, not as much Exo as you too, think. By mm. the way, EXO's Monster really didn't show up on a lot of people's lists. Mm. Like Mamumu also, like we talked about Mamumu a lot. Like they didn't even make our top ten. Um, they made your honorable mentions, mm. but e- despite releasing five songs or six songs, they they got Mumbiol. You got to have the yeah. Mumbiol penalty. You know? it, it was it was really a problem of quantity over quality with Mamumu. I think right. So I, I think in generalities, it's been a good year for smaller companies, right? Um, but if we were to go deep dive into some of these companies, maybe the grade would be a little bit lower. But it's always really dangerous, I think, with the smaller companies because not not to disparage anything that G-Friend has done, but we have seen a group rise to kind of this, this superstardom and then fizzle out. Uh, recently in a group called EXID, they had that one song that arguably was a fluke. And even though it was a good song, right? Up and Down was is a good song. Me and Steven love Amazing that song. song. It was on our top 10, I think. Yeah, the reason why it got so popular was because of a, you know, a fan cam of, you know, Honey being super sexy and then people were like, "Yo, EXID." And 
arguably G Friend got popular because of that one video of them, you know, falling down a whole bunch of times and getting up and dancing and kind of like try hard attitude. So I I really like G Friend, but you know, if they don't put out good songs or if they don't really kind of do something that is really mass appeal then they could be in trouble as well in terms of like the XID kind of way because I see a lot of similarities in the two groups. EXID, they had that one good song and everybody liked it. And they kind of put out songs after it that were pretty much the same type of song or at least the same type of feel. Mm. And then they were progressively a little bit worse, a little bit worse. And then people kind of were like, all right, we're done with EXID. And G-Friend kind of has that problem. They have a very specific sound to them. And if they keep progressing this way, then you know we might see some interesting things and not in a good way yeah i get where your fear is coming from mm. uh, I, I don't i do think though that g friend has a lot more going for them than ex80 because uh g friend is younger younger and it appeals to i think a white more a, mass appeal yeah more mass appeal because ex80 focus very heavily on sexy oh, sexiness yeah um also g friend has uh there's their uh, i don't want well, they're better dancers, right? So yeah. they have the whole dancing thing going for them that uh, also helps with their appeal. Also better singers. And I also think that their song since, what was the falling one, Rough? Or is the falling one, Megusas 2? The, the most, what do you mean falling? The the video that G-Friend of them falling. Oh, the, which, song, which song were they yeah. performing? I, th- I want to say it was... It was kind of like around where they debuted. It was like their second song, maybe not Glass Speed, but then Magusas too. Probably Magusas too. Um, uh, the only reason, uh, so I just think that since Magusas too, Rough and Naviera are much, much, much better quality songs than uh, the XID ones. Like, oh hot, yeah, oh, yeah hot, hot Pink. Like those songs were just not as good, mm. I, I think, as Up and Down. While I think the G Friend songs have been good. Like Rough has been mm. good. Naviera has been good, so I, I think I'm not at that really that af- as afraid of that EXID fall mm. because G Friend was relative uh, was much more popular before that fan cam than EXID was. Like EXID right. was like nothing, nothing. Right. Um, G Friend was actually kind of popular, so I, decently. I'm not popular. that. I'm not that afraid of what you're mm. saying, but I get why you would think mm. why you would be afraid. It's like anytime a group just shoots, just shoots up out of nowhere, right? Like right. Crayon Pop is another example. Crayon Pop right. is nothing now. Yeah, um, but they were gigantic for that one year, you know. They well, uh, they didn't even have like an oh yeah, hot pink or you know Naviera. <laughs> yeah, what have right. they done? So. They've done nothing. They had FM. I don't even remember. One what of them was getting like. married to that that dude who still is not out of the nineties. There was one other thing. Oh yeah, uh, the other small companies is uh, we should include. I think IOI. I think IOI counts. Right, as a small ish company, so mm. multiple small companies formed mm. into a super company. With I, I know JYP's like in there a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> like JYP made the head, but the rest of the body was small companies. You know, the rest, yeah, like the rocket arm was like you know Pletus girls or whatever. Yeah, and <laughs> the Goo Goo Don girls or you know whatever. The Goo Goo Don girls were like the right leg. You know, just kind of you there. Know, I really wish they kept the name Pletus Girls, but they, I think they released the no, name that they're going they with. Change it. Yeah, the, I think their real name is. Shoot, I just read it a couple a couple hours ago. Pristine, I think it's pristine. <sighs> it's not good. But spelled P 
P-R-I-S-T-I-N or something like that. And like, instead of it being pristine, like, like the word pristine, they, they explained it like pris is something and steen is something, oh. two different somethings. And it, it was just all, all oh. around there. But then I read a lot of Reddit comments that was like, oh man, well, name about, I'm like, like there are so many better names out there. And I'm like, yo, at least, all names are fucking dumb. At least it's not AIDS. At least it's not, it's not AIDS. AIDS. But like all names are terrible. Like Red Velvet is a fucking terrible name. All names are terrible. It's just whether or not you get used to them or not, right? So if you're going to go with Pletus Girls, in my head, I'm already used to that. Just all names are dumb. Just keep it Pletus Girls. But like we have the Wonder Girls. You can. It's okay to be something girls. We have Cosmic Girls. We also have Cosmic Girl. There's nothing wrong yeah. with being blank girls. Or just Girls Generation. or Yeah, or Girls with a Z. Yeah. You know, whatever. Whatever, though. Uh, but it, anyways, uh, I, I thought it could be a separate section, but I do want to talk about IOI mm. because if... Uh, actually, it's an award that I wanted to talk about. You know, let's save it for the awards. Okay. All right. Uh, so before we get to the awards, I want to read some of the lists Let's do that. Uh, that our Slack chingus have left us that we didn't have enough time for. By the way, we thought this was going to be a super fast podcast. It's already like an hour. I told, you, I told you it won't be. Here we go. So I want to read one. This is from Take That X2. Take that, take that. And there is no ordering here, so I think it might be not in order. I'm not quite sure. We'll just read it. We'll just read it. So this is uh, the top 10 for 2016. We have twice, 1 to 10, twice with TT, Red Velvet's Russian Roulette, Jay Park's Me Like Ya, Hyorin's Love Like This, IY Fingertips, EXO's Monster, speaking of EXO, Lehigh's Breathe, Mama Moo's Woohoo, and Lehigh featuring Skullface, a.k.a. Bobby. <laughs> I like that you wrote. Oh, that's great. With video. I like that you wrote Skullface. Yes, yes. And also, I really like your list. I think Twice 1 to 10 is a really good song. I think Twice mm-hmm. 1 to 10 is one of the greatest first. B-sides. No, no, no. That's too far. That's too far. The greatest first 10 seconds of a song I've ever mm, heard. Okay, okay. Because it has like that best of brave do, sound do, boopity boops. I know, I know. Yeah amazing and then they never capitalize on that ever again mm. it devolves into a generic ass b-side song mm. anyways next one so the next one uh is by steph i'll read it from 10 to 1 uh april's tinkerbell uh, exo monster 410 go easy slash tornado uh, number seven black pinks boombaya stay play with fire whistle that's what All it was called. It was, it called, was called Stay. stay. Like, yeah. stay away. I never <laughs> want to hear you again. Uh, number six is FT Island, Take Me Now. Five, IOI, 24 Hours, Dream Girls, Crush, <gasps> Very, 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 and What a Man. I've never heard of this Dream Girl song. I, I don't know I don't what know. that is. Maybe we should go listen to it, or maybe we should not. No. Uh, number four, Twice TT. Number three, Infinites, uh, The Eye and Air. Number two, BAP, Do What I Feel. That's my jam. <laughs> Uh, fly high everything else too apparently you're a BAP fan number one BTS everything she says um, that's Wings Young Forever August D Young covers I remember August D because he's like A-U-G-U or he's what is he? he's like A-U-G-U S-T-D and I thought that was hilarious. and we were like S-T-D yeah <laughs> like that's that's not a smart move, bro. No. Um, but anyways, thank you, Steph, for your list. It's not. It's just like it's not smart naming your fan group AIDS. That's true. Oh, man, I forgot 410 existed. Damn, Major number eight. Pretty cool. Um, the next list is by J.F. Joseph. And he, uh, starting from 10, we have twice as TT. Oh, no. Number nine, oh, no. Zico featuring Crush and Dean's Bermuda Triangle. 
Mm, Number eight, Exo's Cloud Nine. Ooh, spicy. Number seven, Day Six, Letting Go. Number six, Shinies Feel Good. Number five, Actong Musicians, Jumbyonin Around. Or is it just around in English? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Help me out here, Josh. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, well, Jumbyonin is like the people around you. So it it's not, doesn't translate to around. Okay. Uh, Jay I mean, Park. around is good enough. Thank you. Oh, okay. I think it's the same song. Do you think the song's called Jumbyonin Around or is it just called Jumbyon? I think it's called Jumbyonin. Okay. Thank you, Joseph. Making it easy on me. Why am I the one reading this one? Uh, number four, Jay Park and Ugly Duck. Ain't no party like an AOMG party. Because the AOMG party don't stop. Sorry. Whenever I hear that, I just have to. Number three, NCT is Seven Cents. Number two, Ladies Codes Galaxy. And number one, BTS is Fire. Spicy. Which, by the way, uh, it was also on Reddit, but there's like a website. You know The Office? They do a lot of that like staring into the camera, making an awkward mm-hmm. face. Or mainly Jim does it on The Office. Um, right. But there's, it's called like, I forgot what it's called. I really should. It's called like an emotion generator. I bet if you search offices emotion generator, uh, you'll find it. But it's a website where you just type in any emotion and it'll link you clips from the show where people stare into the camera with that emotion. So you can do like, you can just look up sad and it'll show like two to three second clips of all just sad clips from The Office. Or you can type in horny. You can type in disturbed. You can type in any emotion and it'll find at least wow. one to 20 clips of it. And it's hilarious. So somebody just went through the time. Somebody not only went through and watched everything and clipped all of the, um, the stare the into emotions. the cameras. They also had a code a website, quantify which emotion was each clip, mm. make it searchable for your pleasure. That's dedication. Yep. All right. So the next list is from link 77. Uh, number 10 is Got Seven's Fly. Number nine, Yezi, uh, The Moon slash Se Se Se. That's an interesting one. Uh, number eight, Twice is TT slash Cheer Up. Number seven, BY and C Jam's Puzzle. And Who You. Oh, no, that's BY with um, Simon Demonic. Simon Demonic Gray, one, G2 BY, Who You. Uh, six, Kitty B's Doing Good. Number five, Hayes slash Dean, Shut Up and Groove. Number four, 17 is very nice. Number three, Mamamoo, one centimeter slash you're the best. Number two, AOA slash AOA cream. Good luck. And I'm Jelly Baby. Number one, BTS, save me slash uh, blood, sweat, tears. Interesting list. Is it Simon Demonic or Simon Dominic? Well, he says Simon Dominic. So I, I say Dominic because it sounds like a name. Okay, because you you said uh, yeah. Simon Dom- Dominic. No, no, you demonic? said demonic. I said oh, or no, no, you said demonic. You said demonic. demonic. I was confused. I was like, is that how he says it? I didn't know if I. It's because the stupid song, man. But he doesn't say demonic in that song. Right? He, he says, says don't, dominic. yeah, because I got caught in the middle and saying what I want to say, and I listened to that stupid song in my brain. You know what? Which is a word? Which is a better name, Simon mm. Dominic or Simon Demonic? Which is a I better think rap Simon name? Demonic sounds better. Yeah, me too. You should you should change it, Simon. Well, I know, you, call, I know you're is, listening to this. I mean, everyone just calls him Samdi, so. But it could be Sam Demonic. Come on. Mm. No, it doesn't really work. <laughs> it doesn't really work in Korean. All right. Uh, I think that's four. We'll read the okay. rest later. Let's just skip through this a bit. We want to do a little bit of a rest in peace for the groups that disbanded this mm-hmm. year. And this is according to a, a Wikipedia page, so I don't know if it's right or not. 
But of course, the big names ones, we have 21. Mm-hmm. Four Minute. Four Minute. Peace out. Rainbow. Mm-hmm. See you next time. Akara. All right. Peace out, girls. Um, and then there's some smaller ones. We have uh, 4L. Mm-hmm. BTL. We don't know, Dan. GI. I know, I know LC9. LC9. All right. Lead Apple. Speed. Nom. I don't know who that is. Sunny Days. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the, pretty much the pretty Sia. Much that's like an old ass group. Yeah. Uh, but of course, the big ones are are uh, Twenty One, Four Minute, Kara, and Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Rainbow. Rest in peace. Uh, rest in peace. But at least we'll get one more Twenty One song, Sans Minzy. But at least we'll get one. Um, and also, of course, there's some de- uh, debut groups. And I do want to ask you if you could cut out IOI. What is the best debut group this year? Not including subunits. Not including subunits. A brand new group. So, for example, mm-hmm. we have, you know, Blackpink, Astro, Cosmic Girls, uh, Card, uh, Momoland, Pentagon, V Romance, Viction. Viction. I'm going to have to say Blackpink without, without a doubt. Okay. Yeah, me too. Oh, I, I, when I said Sans IOI, I forgot Blackpink existed. How about No Blackpink? No Blackpink, No IOI. So we'll say IOI is number one, oh. obviously. Oh. Best debut. Blackpink, number two. Oh. I'm just trying to get you to say Cosmic Girls on I record, don't want to say Cosmic Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. How about Goo Goo Don? I don't want to. I'd rather say Cosmic Girls than Goo Goo Don. <laughs> True chains. And I would, I would say card before any of those. Yeah, okay. I'd go with card too. Yeah, because they're so although V Romance, V Romance, V Romance, though, though, v Romance though they put out some good songs, but Card is just so interesting. True enough. Yeah. How about Mob? Right? Huh? Right? Huh? Some unit. Huh? Um, okay, that's very quick on that. The last thing we have is just some awards. I'm not sure quite how much thought we've put into this. None. It probably wasn't None much. on my part. None. Um, so the first one is best thing of the year. And it's super so generic. So vague. Because I already knew what my answer was. And so I'm going to tell oh, you. Oh, no, no. Tell, yeah. Tell me what your answer is yeah. so I can think about. My best thing of the year was Produce 101. Okay. I can agree with that. 100%. That Produce 101 was one of the things that kind of brought us back into K-pop. Well, K-pop in a, gen, in a sense of us liking the people. We got really invested in the people of Produce, right? Like... I remember you saying when you when we were watching the show, we hated Pick Me. We just it was like it, it made my ears previous bleed. to yeah. watching the show. Yeah, yeah. 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 And because we heard the song before we started watching the show, I think. And then once we started watching the show, we're like, "Yo, Pick Me, Pick Me." You know, also like, surprisingly harder to sing than you would think, right? Surprisingly yeah. hard, hard. You know, and it, it just goes to show how even for guys like us, where we're very K-pop jaded, I think, um, liking the people can really do miracles for liking a song but for the record we it's not like we put pick me as fucking top 10 yeah like yeah we we didn't really change our thoughts i think on a song because we love them i i I, because that's what you're kind of saying you're saying that because we fell in love i I legitimately think that like i think it's subconscious like well that's not true I, I think me liking and being so invested in Produce 101 made me like that song tons more. Hmm. Like tons more. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself here, but for me, that's definitely true. So then do you think you wouldn't like Fingertips or... Ooh, see, that's hard or, to say. 
because Crush or any of those songs if you didn't watch the show? See, that's hard for me to say. It's hard for me to totally divorce my feelings for a group, right? Like mm-hmm. it would it would be very, I think, disingenuous of me to say like, oh, all the songs I pick from my top 10 are totally based off how much I like the song and not the group, right? Because if you look at my list, it, it's majority girl groups, right? Right. So I, I think I would, even though I'm not 100% sure, I think even if I wasn't so in, in kind of into Producer 101, I still think Fingertips would at least be in my top three. Mm. It's, it's, it's just such a good song. Okay. Uh, it's just I've always been very defensive is probably the right word uh, when people are like, uh, about that specific part of K-pop, right? Mm. Which is like, you only like it because you like the group. You know, like, God knows how many times we get angry at the general fandom when yeah. when when they like things that are, like, are just... Yeah, but yeah, to be know, fair, nothing. it happens a lot, but there is an equal amount of times where it doesn't happen, mm. right? At least for us, I think. Like, I, I, I think, for me anyways, I think you too, like... Pick me. When's the last time you were like, yo, I want to listen to Pick Me? Like, I think you Very true. You went from hearing Pick Me once and never hearing it again. Like, if you didn't watch Produce, you would have mm-hmm. been like, I heard this song, it sucks. I'm never going to listen to it again. Yeah. And it made you listen to it more because it was in the show. But I don't mm. think you I don't think you ever were like, yo, man, I'm really in the mood for Pick Me. I, I don't I don't think that was ever the case for you. So like I really don't think I I think it forced you to listen to it more. But I don't think you really like the maybe, song much more now than maybe you it's a an, an an issue of Stockholm syndrome rather than just me liking produce is what you're kind of going after, like because I've listened to it so much that I've gone from hating it to standable. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And like it, I think I can go for that. I, I'm not because I'm not really sure which one it is. Yeah. Either way, I I want to talk about produce, produce, which is just an incredibly branching thing because it's not just the show, mm-hmm. right? The show is one thing and the show is amazing. It also of course led to IOI, mm-hmm. which for me, I liked IOI more than twice this year. And, but not only IOI, then it also splinters off of into the future of uh, like Pletus girls and Goo Goo Don and all the other groups that uh, will splinter off from this, right? Whatever the Somi does, right? Whatever the catalyst Chung Ah does, right? Like, you know, twice is great and everything. Right, but IOI or the produce web of 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 hype and excitement and being interested is just so far reaching. There is nothing I think that is anywhere close to not to being second. I yeah, think. I think I will sum it up like this: Produce One Hundred and One. As much as Stephen and I have been harping on how one member of a group can kind of carry the group, right, in terms of mass appeal and likability. Produce 101, in my eyes, was basically, we are making that, but a group filled of that, Mm. right? Like, we're making a group filled, I mean, it's not the same level, but we're making a group filled of Sohyuns, you know? We're making a group filled of Hyunas, and I think the fact that they could pull that off was freaking amazing, because it, 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 where can you really find a group especially like a nine member group where pretty much everybody knows all the members like the general masses. I want to say know all the members like produce one one made that possible. And that is amazing. And then now it's over. Yeah. 
which is also which is crazy. foolish, which it's is foolish, crazy. but I understand because of logistics. Right. Yeah. Like, I really do think if IY stayed together, they would still be, they probably would still be relevant three years from now. Mm-hmm. But after they splinter off, like, they're I taking, don't even know. Power, yeah. You know? I don't even know if any of those groups will be relevant in three years. Right. Yeah. It's like taking a group of nine hyanas, right. And then just making a whole bunch of four minutes out of it. Well, that's not a great comparison because four minutes did really well. <laughs> okay. I mean, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but you get what I'm kind of saying in terms not not in terms of like because you know Google Don and Police Girls they could make good songs too. We don't know that, right? But but we yes. have heard some of their offerings. <laughs> <laughs> We've oh heard some Daya offerings and Google Don offerings. And what you're not about that Cosmic Girl secret? <laughs> I'm all about that. Cosmic uh, Girl uh, you're not about that Google Don song. I don't remember the uh, title of. I don't remember Wonderland. the title. Is it called Wonderland? I don't know. Sing it for me. <laughs> All I hear is, this is how we waste Queen Sejong. This is how we waste God Sejong. Yeah, and Mina was in that too, right? She she was in that, yeah. Um, and of course, the everlasting discussion of what the fuck is JRP going to do with Somi? Uh, that, that conversation came up again in our Slack recently. And, and you guys know my thought. Like, I think... We've had this discussion, right? Like, I think she should be in twice mm-hmm. as opposed to if the alternative is to wait a year and debut with a new group. I would rather have her in twice, but I know. See, for me, I, fl- I flip flop all the time. One day I wake up and I think, oh, yeah, you know, Somi would totally fit in twice. You know, she was with them in the 16 and she probably practices with them and keeps in contact with them. It should be no problem. And then some days I wake up and I'm like, no, it would destroy the chemistry. You know, like, like I think so, I for Somi. For her personal like guarantement of future assurances, she should be in twice. Because she's already popular in her own right. And twice is very popular in their own right. Twice is gonna be around five years from now. But if you put Somi in a who the fuck knows future group, especially I don't I mean, I'm sure she's gonna do a lot of variety of things while she's waiting, but like I think there's a lot of risk in putting her into another girl group. Yeah. Um, for her personal well being. But I mean I get Somi will probably be fine regardless either way. I just Yeah. It it's uh, like I think of it okay, I'm going on a tangent now, just warning you. This whole episode is a tangent. I, I think of it like the NBA. I don't know how many people watch the NBA, but the NBA now in this day and age, there are a lot of uh, super teams where basically the best players like are kind the of the Warriors. Like the Warriors, you know, that's a kind of the example I want to use. Like SK Telecom. Oh wait. That's not basketball. I mean, but it, it, you know, in competitive sports, kind of super teams are now the trend, and adding Somi to twice would be essentially like having a super team, right? Like having an all star team, and having an all star team, and putting another kind of strong player in that group always has the same kind of group dynamic, right? Right, right. right. Like they're already so popular, they're already so strong by themselves when you add them together there could be like chemistry issues there could be like spotlight issues right and as a company like jyp himself is like if you put somi in a new group that new group all of a sudden gains a much more credit because people want will tune into that group for somi right it i think as a company it makes more sense to put her in a future group right because it's like you don't need any more coverage on twice you already got that shit locked out right Mm -hmm. Um, but but i still in my heart of hearts right like if Somi was older at that time, she would have been in twice, right? 
and mm-hmm. she's old enough now. Because sort that, of. Because that was JYP's reasoning for not, yeah, including really her. including her, right? And she was really young. I mean, she's really young. She now. was like fourteen at the time, yeah. fourteen, fifteen at the time, and she's like even just only fifteen, sixteen now. So, Ugh. punch those dicks, Josh. You know what? That's another great category. The punch your own dick category. For I example, think we have only two two kind of candidates in the punch your ca- dick there's category. Sui and, and Sony. Who wins oh, no, that? No. And those girls from, uh, well, not really the same level, but... Luna? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, Luna and CLC. CLC. Speaking of a name that I have, I completely forgot CLC's got a lot of cuties in them, and they're all underage. (laughs) You said that. (laughs) You said that, like, you have a list, and you're like, yeah, I... All I remember, all I remember... That's the group of the cuties that are underage group. Gotcha. All I I remember was like, yo, these girls look young. I want to see how young... (laughs) And I was just like, nope, this group is gone from my memory forever. Well, you seem to have categorized CLC like as... Like, uh, just like braids at myself. Yeah. Um, well, I think... You know what? Let's not have this discussion on which underage girl is better. Let's not have that discussion. Um, best thing of the year. <laughs> Produce 101. How about biggest surprise of the year? Biggest or surprise. Su- was there any surprises? You're like, ooh, I didn't know that happened. Or ooh. Uh, I think the biggest surprise for me would be YG's implosion and how quickly it happened. How in all kind of manners of it, of it just just falling apart. Like 21. Was it really quick though? I mean, like we could see all the pieces coming together for years now though. Yeah, but I wouldn't, I would never imagine that 21 would break up the way they did. I would, I would kind of expect more of a Wonder Girls, the Girls Generation kind of breakup. They kind of just faded into the background, but they were like, "Nope, 21's done." Oh, and by the way, Big Bang—they're gonna go, and we lost this guy from Winter. Like everything hey, but 21 for YG did fade into obscurity. They haven't released I'm anything just, for two years. No, no, no. I'm not saying 21's the biggest surprise. I'm saying YG's implosion okay, right. is the biggest surprise. Okay. How about you, Steve? What would you say is the biggest surprise? I'm thinking. Mm. Processing. I also, I also think the YG thing is like biggest everybody saw it coming and then nobody everybody saw that iceberg coming and nobody tried to steer away from it award if that was an award biggest we're gonna rather than a fucking iceberg award yeah yeah uh you know despite me writing this i actually don't really know i mean mm-hmm. if i can say i like or produce 101 again i would but i'm not well, uh, but hold on what do you think is so surprising about produce 101 that it worked? because we watched uh a lot of Mnet shows before and like show me the money and yeah, those artists have been popular, but I've never related to any of them. Their, their shows have been really cheesy and not great. Even the twice one, we try to go back and watch and I thought it was 16? not great. Oh, it was terrible. Um, despite twice being amazing, right? And despite me loving twice, I could not go back and watch it. But like, I was really surprised as to the quality of that show and how much it made me care about these people and how well done kind of, it's showing how they practiced and doing this. And it wasn't about like fake chemistry and, and challenges. It was like, yo girls work or die. You know, how is that a surprise though? Because I didn't expect that. Did you, ex- did you expect that at all from an Mnet show about 101 girls? I remember very clearly when we heard the co- that idea, we were like, this is a fucking train wreck waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Like I was really surprised at how, how well uh, it turned how out. Well, it all turned out. Mm-hmm. And how popular they became. Mm. Like I th- okay, I think I can get behind that. Well, like, 
I think the YG thing is like two years ago we were saying like YG's icebergs coming. I think the surprising thing is I I get what you're saying. The surprising mm. thing is that it all happened at once. Yeah, that's I, right. I, not, not that saying, it happened. Yeah, I'm not saying that it it happened because I I kind of had this vision for YG as in like you know they they're their one of their tires would like pop, right? Like if they're a car, then that kind of like start flopping around. But kind of the way I saw YG implode is like the engine just blew up and killed everybody. We knew it was a, we knew it was an old car and about to like you know, you know, stop running and everything. But the way I kind of imagined it was like, okay, the windshield wipers stop working and then like you know, yeah, you want you thought it'd be a slow like descent, slow into descent madness. into just just right. like just not not working. But it was just kind of like all four wheels just came off at once. Okay, when you phrase it like that, mm-hmm. it makes more sense, right? It's mm-hmm. it's not. Uh, how sudden, quick, and decisive the downfall was. Mm. I'm trying to think what would be, if I couldn't include Produce, mm. what would be the biggest surprise? Honestly, I, I was really surprised. Again, we probably should have thought of this before. See, because the problem is, for you and I, following K-pop for so many years now, like... It's almost been like a nothing decade. surprises us. Yeah, nothing really surprises us anymore. Like even this YG thing, I bet so many people were like, "Whoa, I didn't see this coming." And you and I were like, back in 2015, we're like, "YG's better do something, or else they're gonna fucking blow up." Mm. And exactly what happened, right? Because we were we were saying back in our 2016 recap, maybe we were saying like, "Yo, YG this year they gotta change some things up. Stop relying so much on Big Bang and 21 because those those guys are kind of like starting to go out the door," and then. Exact. I, I hate to say we told you so, but like we we kind of saw this coming, right? So that right for I mean, a lot of people saw that coming. For a lot of yeah. people, was, you say everybody, but I don't think everybody actually did see it coming. I think a lot of people were like, "No, I never thought my queens would," you know, like. Hmm. I mean, maybe I just read too much Reddit, and everyone on Reddit always knows what mm. is going on according to themselves. Um. Yeah, I really can't think of anything more surprising. Mm. Uh, because honestly, like this year, just I just really didn't have anything surprise. Like most everything, if anything, we were lowering our expectations this mm-hmm. year, and still a lot of groups didn't even meet that. You know, yeah. like which I okay. So let's move on to the, the next saddest surprise. Maybe. Let's move on to the next kind of category or award that we want to give out. And this is a bad award. Uh, this award is for the most disappointing group. Again, I wrote this award, but I still didn't really know okay. what to think. Do you so, have an so idea, Josh? One, so this one is kind of hard, right? Because this is real life discussion. Because disappointing, you kind of need to have expectations for them to let them down. True, correct. And <laughs> right, like Cosmic Girls, not disappointing because I don't give no fuck. And coming and coming into this year, 2016, I'm saying there wasn't a lot of expectations, to be honest. You didn't have any expectations. Well, of I had, group. I had, I had expectations, of course, but That's a true. lot of those expectations, uh, a lot of those expectations I had, they kind of came through. True. Like, like if twice shit the bed, we we would definitely would have been twice. Right? But like G friend also did not shit the bed. Um, a lot of groups that I think were like, yo, I think they'll be all right, then and they kind of delivered, and for the most part, or at least they weren't so disappointing. Like even Red Velvet wasn't you know, super disappointing compared to how much expectation I placed on them, right? So most disappointing group. You know what? I'm going to go with AOA. They still, every release. I was going to say that. Like, AOA. despite my expectations going down, they still. By the way, I haven't listened to the new songs yet with because I'm deathly scared. For and, me, it's a tie. 
but I've also heard they're not good. But mm-hmm. like, I still expect things from AOA. I still expect a great, it's because Brave, a sound. great banger. And also, sound, yeah, this yeah. time Brave Sound was also uh, going to come back. And it's just like they. I mean, Good Luck was bad. It was hot garbage. Okay, so before because AOA Cream though, yeah, it was good. Yeah, so AOA, I'm I'm they're for me they're kind of off limits because I haven't heard their new songs, and for me that still counts as 2016. So why does that count as they came out in 2017? I think they came out like New Year's Eve or something. But anyways, AOA. Yes, that's one candidate, but the other candidate I have is Mamamoo. Yeah. In terms, okay. in terms of how much I was expecting and mm. how much I got out, Mamamoo was going to be in there. Unfortunately, Dude, which one am I most more disappointed? In? Yeah, right. It's because mm. you're not you're not tracking like which group is worse, right? You're tracking which group had the most change from what you're. Ex- what's the difference between what you were expecting, and what you got? I, but the thing is, despite me not liking like New York or Dalcomany, I think Good Luck is worse than that. Good Luck is definitely worse than that. But were, were you expecting more out of AOA or were you expecting more out of Mamamoo? But see, Mamamoo, despite us really liking their early stuff, they mm-hmm. have been then not like I wasn't expecting amazing, amazing stuff from mm-hmm. Mamamoo at the end of if we're just talking about this year. I think if you go back to last year, mm-hmm. Um, I was expecting more from Mamamoo, but, and I mean, if you just cut out Moonbyol, you know, some of yeah. those were pretty good. It's, it's very hard, but I think like Mamamoo is Ooh. still in the top 25 to me, top Ooh. 15 maybe. But, but assuming, okay. So if I'm assuming that the new AOA songs are hot trash, then I'm gonna have to say AOA. It's still, is. why would they not, why would those new songs be considered even even we consider 2016 up until when we record the podcast anyway. Right, so like, why, right, right. why would you include that? It's weird to me. I don't know, but it's just, I, I can't really cut it off at like very distinct times, but I want to, okay. I don't know. AOA and Mamamoo <laughs> kind of tied for me. Okay. I mean, I can, I can see the argument either way. I mm-hmm. just being semantic. That, that's a weird, that's fine. That's a weird uh, line to draw that. Well, you, I'm more of the kind of, wishy-washy type well not wishy-washy but i'm more kind of i don't really care about anything (laughs) your morals are fluid yeah my morals are my morals are fluid like your dick that you want to punch right yeah it's got to be i'm trying to look up what exactly what day the the uh, the songs came out january 1st i don't know if that's january 1st korean time or january 1st american time but that's 2017 right there because I remember seeing it on Mel and it was on December 31st. Was it past midnight? It wasn't. No, because we recorded on January 1st. And Josh, it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter we anyway. still cut off the time according to our podcast year. That's why you let me put in Hyorin and all that junk from December. Okay, fine. Anyways, after anyways, show, anyway. uh, the next uh, category is going to be most improved. This one is hard because you can't say twice. You right? can't say twice. You no. can't say twice. Because Like Who Was is still the best song. It's like twice were already so good and then they're, they maintained their goodness, right? Just like most disappointing is who did you have really high expectations for and they 
did not meet up. Which group, this is basically the opposite of that, right? Which group did you not have very high expectations for and kind of really surprised you? Well, it could have been high expectations. They just did even better. better. This is the difference, but the other way. Right. But it can't be a new group because, no. right, you can't be most improved if you just came out. If right? you have like one song and, you know, you weren't expecting anything, right? But Brave, brave Girls? Just going through this list. Mm. Jay Park? No. No, because he's been he's been consistent, I think. Cot seven? No. No. Red Velvet? No. BAP? No. This is hard. Yeah, I don't know. Taeyun? I, I would have to Taeyun. I'm gonna go with Taeyun. I would have to say Taeyun is a good one. But she definitely surprised me, I think. For me, you see, I wasn't as surprised. Because I knew that she was going to do do solos, and I knew that there was going to be songs that I liked of hers. But it surprised me how much I liked them. So I, mm. I'm taking Tan for you, Tan. You, you can even choose. I'm going to have to say Blackpink. But Blackpink debuted this year. You can't pick somebody who. But did they no see. Year. But they but they've released a lot of songs. What? How could they be most improved? Okay, so they can't have debuted this year. They can't have debuted last year. No, they can debut last year. They can't. Okay. What's happening right now? Wait, I mean, okay, you're. They can be most improved if you like playing with fire year. more than whistle and Boombaya. Mm. But I think you like whistle more than playing with fire, so do that like don't make no more. sense. Okay, okay. It's <laughs> a hard one. Uh. Most disappointing. I changed my answer. Most disappointing. Big Bang. Hmm. We waited a year and a half mm. for these last three songs, and even though Funk It. Which I, f- sorry, fuck it, was a, a pretty decent good song, song. Pretty good song. To end with that kind of bang, it was like a, it was like a, teeny bang. Yo, maybe big bang. Yo, you're right. Felt most disappointing. No, I changed my answer. Seventeen. I changed it again. <laughs> it's seventeen. I had, I had a feeling you were going to say seventeen, but wait, seventeen more than big bang? Seventeen more than big bang? I would say big bang more than seventeen. But at least big, at least funk it is an okay song. What was seventeen's okay song this year? No, what what did somebody put out this year besides Boom Boom? They had another Aju song. Nice. Aju Nice. Mm. Some other one? Hmm. Hmm. For me, most improved. I don't know if I have a most improved. Still on disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no. I already decided it's Tan. At least. Why did I go to images for looking up discography? I was like, let's look at the images, guy. Jeez. I don't know what I'd say for most improved. Four minute because they disbanded. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were okay, pretty. You very mm. nice and boom boom. Mm. That's compared <laughs> to adore you, Monse and Q and A. Oof, that is a disappointing. Ooh, yeah, that's hard to say. I don't know. For me, it's gonna be Big Bang. For Big Bang. most most disappointing. I I I'm, I support you with Big Bang. I'm gonna go seventeen. Mm-hmm. Change my answer. Most improved for you, Tan. I don't have a most improved. I mean, that's okay. I don't think I have a most improved. I'm sorry. I'm sure we'll think of it uh, the next category, much like this mm-hmm. one. Uh, okay, well, the last category, and this is a very self-serving category, but this is the best K-pop related thing we watched. We're not going to mention Terrace House. That's Even though X'd. we want to. Even though we want to. But Watch best Terrace House. K-pop thing we watched. Poison it could be a performance. It could be a funny video. It could be a variety show. What's the best thing we watched? Could be produced one on one. 
I, uh, so let's just put out some candidates and then amongst those, let's choose. For me, what I want to put out is the Yum Yum performance. No, not the Yum Yum. The fingertip? No, no, no. The Somi performance with uh, Yu Jong where they're lip syncing. Oh, the uh, Nicki Minaj. Wait, Nicki Minaj? Yeah, Bang Bang. Bang Bang, bang performance. Yeah, okay. I remember watching that and I was like, yo. That's a good performance. Yo, performance. I was like, yo, that's a good fucking performance. Ooh, I didn't even think of that. Mm. I was going to go something more traditional like either Produce 101 or Knowing Brothers. Knowing Brothers is a good one, too. Because even though Knowing Brothers came out, I think, 2014, they, A, they weren't relevant, and B, mm-hmm. they, they changed their entire format in 2015, right? Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to compare the two, right? Because, like, Knowing Brothers... It doesn't have always some, have K-pop yeah, people. It too. doesn't always, one, have K-pop people, but it also doesn't always have bangers for episodes. You know, because we're kind of taking Knowing Brothers as a whole piece, like a whole collection of work. So I think if we want to say best singular thing we watched, right? Like one clip, one thing, mm. then yeah, Knowing Brothers is off the list. But if it was best thing, like as a whole, we watched. Produce or Knowing Brothers is pretty up there. I'm trying to think, is there any, you know what? I, again, this is like a recent thing. I, 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 and I've rewatched this multiple times. I don't know why. I really like the, the Pletus girls dancing to Adore You. Mm, I do like it too. I, I've watched that maybe ten times in the last like week and a half. I really don't know. I'm I'm sure there are millions of clips of girl groups dancing to guy groups, but like I really because I really like Seventeen's dance style, mm-hmm. and I really like cute girls, and I it's really really like or think a lot of the Pleatus girls girls are cute. So if we were to make a category like most hype group that we kind of know of that was debut in two thousand. 17 for me it's definitely pristine where the fuck they're calling pristine. um no, forever pretty scrolls or mind. maybe so me so me's new group that would that'd be interesting 2017 i'm i'm gonna have but that performance is a great i'm gonna have to say bang bang performance that was i remember watching that performance and i was like yo what the fuck you're right and i mean we can lump that i mean Mm. But we don't watch that many performances, though. That's the thing. I'm sure there are other things from other people that are like, well, you didn't see this performance. And I'm like, I don't watch performances ever. Well, because they don't really do anything for us. And for the. F- yeah, if it's the same say, thing a hundred times. I'm and for like, us mm-hmm. to say, like, yo, that performance, you know. Which was crazy because I mentioned on this podcast before, but it's probably been like a year. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I used to, back in college, before the YouTube days, all right. Damn, was me in college before? God. <laughs> Anyways, um, anyways, uh, I was into, I was getting into, I was in a K-pop and J-pop and I would go to forums and I would download all the performances that they would do. So I would have an entire hard drive, like a terabyte hard drive, which back then was a lot. Nowadays it's yeah, not so nothing, much, yeah. but like, and it was entirely filled. It would be like, I don't know. Wonder girls tell me, uh, you know, uh, August 8th performance. Wonder Girls Tell Me, August 9th performance. Wonder Girls Tell Me, August 10th performance. And like I would make a playlist and it would just play and the performance would be slightly different. But I would have like gigs and gigs and gigs of all these performances because I used to love that shit. And nowadays, I'm just like, mm, I don't care. Like, mm, why does it, why the live performances, like whatever, you know? mm, Song could be amazing, but uh, yeah. Great awards this year, y'all. I don't know why I'm so tired. It's only 9 p.m. today. Mm. But I did wake up at a relatively normal time. Mm, I woke up at 9 a.m. today. 
When'd you wake up, Josh? So I can throw you under the bus. I think three or four p.m. That's but, but I was but I was really sick last night and I took meds. Sick drinking. No, actually, I went home before twelve. You went home before twelve? <laughs> yeah. And I just went to dinner and had a few beers and I went home and I was like, I don't feel well. And I took. I was, oh yeah, you mentioned that and I got angry because if I get sick, nothing's gonna be edited ever. But you're always sick too. I, I'm like really sick. You've been really sick this year, like quite often. I'm always like a little sick and not feeling well, but I mean, where what were you? Were you like kind of feeling sick or were you like... Yeah, I was kind of feeling sick. I want to kill myself sick. I was kind of feeling sick and then I took flu meds and I slept for forever. Oh, shoot. Uh, we got to finish reading these lists, guys. Yes, we do. We didn't finish the list. I think the last one was linked. So... We're going to finish the podcast with these lists. Sorry about this super rambly after show. It's 2017. Welcome to how we do things in the after show. All right. I, I'll start off. Oh, you'll start it sure, off. I'll start off. Uh, this next list is by our chingu, the Moose Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> you weren't there for that Slack conversation. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about how... Cause it, I can't remember who... who so on our Slack, we he's a, he's a very, very uh, active member on Slack. And someone said like they didn't know how to pronounce his name they always thought it was you know the moose jesus and that that cracked me up because That's it's way the moose jesus yeah the moose jesus doesn't really have a good i mean it's still a great name the moose yeah. jesus normal but it doesn't but. have a, a flow to it. it doesn't have a cadence the yeah. moose jesus though spicy just right uh number 10 ioi is very 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 number nine girlfriend naviera Number eight, Laboom's Shooting Love. Number seven, uh, Park Young featuring the Inferiority Complex. Oh, I didn't mess it up that time. Yo. You, man, did, a little, I w- you did a little bit. But I didn't mess it up as bad as I used to. Uh, number six. <laughs> <laughs> Most Vel- improved the war, John. Most improved. Uh, number six, Red Velvet's Russian Roulette. Number five, Brave Girls High Heels. Four, Twice Cheer Up. Three, Mamamoo, You're the Best. Two, Seventeen's Pretty You. And number one, Oh My Girl's Spicy. That is. Every I mean, this is spicy to be honest. There's always one spicy thing, right? Especially it's like girl, 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 girl and then seventeen shows up. Does and we just we, we just, just talked about how disappointing yeah. they were. Um, all right, the next list is by Gomad, who I say Gonad sometimes when I read it. That's weird. Gonad, Gomad. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just like I mean, I, I get where you went, where you got Gonad from. I mean, just, just like I mean, I have a weird brain. Like when I saw Take That's name and it had X two, I just said Take That, Take That instead of. True, but it's like it's like oh, you're a fan of ours. Let's call you Gonad. That's a little, <laughs> Sorry, a Gonad. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking out for you. I'm looking out for you. <laughs> Sorry, Gonad. Um, number ten is a uh, Louise, Louise. Is it Louise or Louise? Louisy. Louisy. Uh, Louisy and Flow Sick with Recipe. Spicy. Number nine, Nell's Dreamcatcher. Number eight, Sudan's Dang Dang Dang. Number seven, Shiny's Tell Me What to Do. Number six, IOI's Very, Very, Very. Number five, Home with Dilemma. Number four, Polpagan Puberty's Fighting Day. Fight Day. So Fight that day. actually came up on a lot of people's lists. I have to go and listen to that. Number three, Nudie's Ballionaire. Ballionaire. Did we read this list already? I feel like we did. We did. I feel like we did. I remember all these spicinesses. Yeah. Number two, CSP's Huaheen featuring Kangmini. I feel like we read this. Did I write it down twice? Did I think about it twice? 
Number one, Jay Parks put him up. I'm I'm 99% we read that already. Did we read all of these already? I don't think we read, read these. Read these ones, though. Yeah. Maybe like I just the, wrote that one twice. Yeah, like, because I'm pretty sure we haven't read the mollusks. Oh, I know already. why. Because she emailed me with her list, and I think I wrote that down in the email mm. section, and then she also put it on Slack, and, and so, so I put it in up. the Slack section. That might be why, or I'm going crazy. Uh-huh. Anyways, uh, this next list is from the Mollusk, another Slack chingu. Number 10, KG's Look At You. That's a, That was a good song. That's a good song. Uh, number nine, Oh My Girl's Liar Liar. Also another good song. Number eight, AOA's Good Luck. Let's go to number seven. Um, <laughs> I love it. You know what? We're like <laughs> BTS and EXO's not showing up on any list. They showed up. Like this is a shitty song. We fucking hate it. Shows up on the list. It's like we're the opposite forecasters. I know. Number seven, Mino, uh, Body. Number six, Today's. What is this? Community AO. That's the secret. That's weird. I've, I've never, heard, heard, of that I've never heard of that song. Oh. Uh, number five, Primary featuring Zion T and Gecko. See through? No, that's not from this year. Definitely not from this year. That's from like six years, seven. But years maybe ago. it's like the did he discovered it this year? If you if you just discovered the song, go back and listen to that that first primary album. It is amazing. One of my favorite K-pop albums. Uh, but number four, Giri Boy featuring Hane Zoa Zoa. What is that? I don't know, dude. Anyways, spicy. That's what that is. Spicy. Number three, Red Velvet's Russian Roulette. Number two, BTS Save Me. Number one, Luna Free Somebody. So that's oh that's interesting Very that his number one is a station song, especially the Luna that one. Remember that one? Mm. Sorry, bro. Uh, the next one's by Diggy. Archie Diggy. Uh, number ten, Mighty Mouth. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Number nine, BTS is Save Me. Number eight, Sonny's Like an Airplane. Number seven, EXO's Lado. Okay. Number six, twice as TT. Wait, hold on. Was, were you just like confused that X was on there? or No, I was confused because they had Lotto a song. is a terrible song. Yeah. <laughs> not, because, okay. not because I didn't like, know it existed. Monster? Because not CBX was Hey Mama. Monster is a much better song. Sorry, Diggy. Sorry, Diggy. Lotto. We're not, we're not shitting on your list. Wait, just... Lotto's the one that's like entirely auto tuned, right? Yeah, that's the auto I'm not crazy, one. right? That's the auto tune one. Hey, they like what they like. We like what we like. If, if the video version ever comes out, you can see my, <laughs> see my wide-eyed face Lotto. on that one. Lotto. I thought I read it wrong. Uh, I'm sorry. We're digging into you. Number six. It's like the gonad thing, man. I'm sorry. Except mine's harsher. Number six, twice as TT. Number five, everything Dean has touched this year. Yo. Um, all them girls. Number four, Red Velvet's Russian Roulette. Number three, Infinite's The Eye. That's also a good song, but we, yeah. yeah. Is it a good song? I, I think it's a decent song. Oh, I've never once heard you even mention that. Hmm. Uh, number two, Dal Shabet, Someone Like You. And number one's uh, Blackpink playing with fire. Bhutanan. All right, we got a couple more to go. Yeah, let's two read more. them out. Let's read them out. So this next one is from Rick. Number 10, IOIs. Nomu, Nomu, Nomu. Or very, very, very in English. Number nine, Halo. Maria. 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 Uh, number eight, Bekayan Soso. I remember that song. Uh, number seven, 10 Centimeters, What the Spring. Number six, V Romance's She. That's a good song. Number five, 24 Hours, Get It On. Number four, Mama Moves, You're the Best. Number three, Park Kyung featuring Una, Inferiority Complex. Yo, I'm getting better and better at that one, though. Got it. Mm, number Practice two, makes perfect. 
twice is cheer up slash T2. And number one, uh, Yu Sung Lu's whatever. The one where he dies uh, and also only you. You know what? Those are both great songs. Those are both really good songs. They were on my list. That also reminds me, Josh, that the entire point of this podcast, by the way, was to talk about the songs that didn't make our top 10. And we have not once yet talked about that yet. Oh, yeah. And we're like an hour and 50 minutes in. Hey. Um, that's kind of crazy. Um, the last list is by HJ119. Uh, number 10 is Code Kungst featuring BYYDG and Sudan with Beside Me. Number nine, Russian Roulette by Red Velvet. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Lehigh's Breathe. Number seven, Holmes Dilemma. Number six, FT Island's Take Me Now. Number five, Winners I'm Young, which is a Taehyun solo. We're not going to get any more of those. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get maybe a lot of them on SoundCloud because I know he puts oh, a lot that's of right. things on SoundCloud. Number four, NCTU's Without You. Number three, uh, Jung Yong. I want to say Jung Joong. Uh, featuring Su Yong Un. So Yong Un. With Sympathy. Number two, Vix's Dynamite Fantasy. Dynamite slash fantasy. So, oh, sorry. Dynamite fantasy. <laughs> that, uh, that's what I want in my fantasy. Uh, number mm. one, Day Six, Letting Go. This is a spicy list. You can tell that they really like rock. Yeah. Or at least kind of Korean rock. And boys. And boys. Um, okay. Well, you know what, Josh? Hmm. Since the point was to talk about our list, let's go through it really quick because okay. I feel like it's really bad. Sure. Um, so we'll very quickly uh, kind of right outside our top 10 and honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, See, I haven't ranked these. This is the problem. No, I haven't ranked them at all. I just want to go through some of them. Like, like I really like this Snacky Chan song featuring mm-hmm. Babylon. It's called like Out of Time. I really like that. The Bumkey song was also hanging around a bit. Um, by the way, I organized them. I don't know if you know, but like I put like solo R&B dudes. I don't know if you remember my honorable mentions, but they are categories. Do, yeah. um, are there any interesting You, know, you know, the funny thing is a lot of songs that are on your list are kind of on my list. Like uh, the Johnny I'm Good song, that's yep. on my list. Jero Airplane, that's on my yep. list. Sick uh, K Rendezvous, that's also on my list. Um, you know what? Best girl rap song, Kitty, Kitty B's, B's doing, doing good. good. I remember when that song came out, we were like, yo, that's a pretty good song. I still really like that song, I, still, but I, still, I just couldn't. I, I just, just couldn't put it bring on. I myself to yeah, put it really, really, really high in there. Right. Um, um, some other ones. Actually, that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's great. Mix Oh My Mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my mind. A song that Josh will never put, but Pletus Girls, we just talked about them. We, I love that song. I don't know why I love I it mean, so Brave much. Brave Girls, High Heels. Brave Girls, High Heels almost put made it. Miss Money, Don't Speak Without a Soul. Yes. I love me some Miss Money. Uh, stars I like that. I have that on there as well. Red like Velvet's Russian Roulette. I mean, that was on my list. Yeah, Wonder Girls, Why So Lonely. I also have that in here as well. Uh, for boy groups, I have. Uh, you know what? I'm surprised that you didn't put for Brave Girls. I liked Yuhu better than High Heels. See, I like Yuhu decently, but I like High Heels more. Hmm, interesting. But they're both still in that in category vein, of yeah. like B side Brave Sound songs. You know, B A P Dance by Jam. Doom doom oh, doom. Man. It sounds like that '80s fight. I love it. Right, '80s arcade beat 'em up. And actually, for a, a song that I know I didn't super super like in the beginning, that crept up a lot for me personally is Madtown's Emptiness. I honestly do not remember what that sounds like. Yeah, it's like um, a sad sounding guy group song, but mm-hmm. it has some flavor in it and some yeah. rappiness. It's Obviously, good. Big Bangs, Fuck It, EXO's Monster, V Romance She, those are all on my list. But I also have like some other stuff from like a lot of kind of these one-on-ones. 
like Henry and So You. I like that running song. Yeah, got that here. Um, you know, like everything Hyorin's done, I think, is on there. Yep, that was on my list technically. Uh, Ready and J Park stink. I like that song as well. Uh, for me, I also have Roddy on here, and Villain. Mm. Uh, yeah, just some really interesting stuff like Hoodie. I also have in here. Like I have uh, the basics on the nice, nice. song, fucking nice, mm-hmm. smoothest fucking, fucking nice, nice I've ever heard in my life. That Jamin Ready for Your Love song, mm-hmm. love it. Hyona's, come on, Hyona's. How's that? How's this? Yeah. So I'm gonna read some songs that aren't on your list um i really like that ladies code song a lot of our chingos like that ladies code song i also like eric nam's good for you um g souls where do we go from here that amber station song need to feel needed i really like that song mm. and uh, jim k song the junk song oh, the think junk about song. you yeah i really like those songs yeah those so. are maybe if i made a 20 to 40 mm. i think those would be there yeah, that's um, kind of it. Are there any other? Oh, Park Jimin's Try. I actually really like that song now. Park Jimin's Try. Yeah. I didn't really like it at first, but I really do enjoy mm. that song now. Um, What other songs that are not on yours? You know the Sunny stuff? Like an Airplane, like, like an airplane right. was all right. I also decently like uh, the Rainia one, mm. with Sugar and Me. I, I remember the music video more than the song right. itself. The Dohyeon eating, all that mm-hmm. sick, sick K food, you know, that sick K food. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything else that we want to spend time on. Although, mm-hmm. I Mamamoo mm-hmm. and BTS. I don't mm-hmm. know. I just there's a lot of people on here. There, it's in a a lot of indie people, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot smaller. Yeah, Sister though, please, please, Sister nineteen, maybe come back, maybe Sister nineteen, pretty please. Is there any other crazy random shit you hope for? Like if you could have something happen 2017. You know what I want? I want Girls Generation to come out with a fucking banger. I think that would be amazing. That would be nuts. Probably not what happened, but that would like be Like a resurgence of like some old groups? Because be I mean crazy. they put in a lot of work last year, right? But they, they're definitely probably not coming back this year. What if, what if they showed up and was like, Jessica, we're all fine now, guys. We love each other. No? Never going to happen. That's never going to happen. Uh, I really, I mean, it. so prior to AOA coming out with their song, I was always praying that AOA would come back with a Brave Sound song. That's been a dream of mine for years, right? And, and now are. my dream came true. And from all accounts of other people, it wasn't, it wasn't very After good. this podcast, you want to listen to it together? Like hold hands and listen to it together? All right. All because right. we have to listen to it sometime. And if we're not going to listen to it today, we're going to listen to it like in a few days. Yeah, you're right. Is there any other crazy nonsense things that you hope for, though? No nonsense things. I think all the things that I hope for are pretty standard. Like, I don't want Twice to to fall off the map. I don't want Red Velvet to fall off the map. I want some boy group to kind of catch my interest. You know, just That's normal true. things. I just do want things. another boy group. Because we, we had 17 at a time. We had Got 7 sorted at a time. You know, BTS, Big Bang, we were looking. Of. We were kind of looking up. BTS was looking up. Like Toto and things like that, right? Like... Maybe no, V Romance will be there. Because the problem is no boy group has held our attention and like kept it for a long time. Right. You heard my spiel about how I think boy groups have been taking it easy. So hopefully 2017 will be the year that boy groups decide to stop putting out generic trash and, and w- think of, you know, ways to appease everybody that 
doesn't just find them disgustingly and hot. And what I really want is KRB to keep doing what it's been doing. I think KRB this year has been, this past year has been astoundingly good. Well, not astoundingly good, but so good. Hmm. I mean, I know you really like Dean. Yeah, but like, but like Dean, Dean I aside. Think Crush didn't do that much this year. I also don't think Zanti did that much. But a lot of the smaller year. names have really been picking up the slack. That's like you had a I whole guess. you had a whole section in your honorable mentions just for like R and B dudes. But we always do. Yeah. Don't we? That's all I'm saying. I just want to keep, keep going. on going. To keep going and going. But I want the big names. You want the, the I want big the hitters. Big hitters to come out with some mm. good good R and B thing. Mm. You know what I want? I want Bumkey to make a good song again. You know, if I okay. Last thing, if I had a wish, I want big names to start doing big things. That's what I want. So you want big names to Mo stop game. letting us down. Yeah, we want big names, Mo, Mo game? Instead of no games. You're right. Big name. I want a big section that says big names make me came. Okay? That's <laughs> what I want. All right? Because big names me came. <laughs> big, big names and big came. I don't know. Oh, God. Oh, uh, you know, sometimes oh, we get God. sometimes we get reviews that I like. They're so <laughs> vulgar and you just they're not mature and they're not having a mature discussion. I'm like, Pfft. and then it comes we're not to here. This. We're not here to have a mature discussion. We're not You're we're right. not industry experts. We're not musical experts. Yeah, we've said this or I, we've said this before, which is like, you know, if you want that kind of in, in-depth discussion, like we ain't those dudes. Also, I don't personally want to listen to a podcast like that. Right. Like we, when I listen yeah. to film podcasts, I want to hear informed people with great opinions that I respect. But I don't want them to to spend two hours talking about the the cinematography uh, details. I don't want them to talk about fucking like uh, camera uh, lenses and what yeah. they use and all. That. Like I don't really want to know about the process of making the music. I just want you know people that I can respect their opinions talk about yeah. music if that makes sense. And I think so. Steve, that's how I set this up. And I think Stephen and I have been very clear about what we kind of want to do with this podcast, like since the get-go we want to make this podcast for all those people who don't have friends to talk k-pop about because when steven and i uh first started listening to k-pop we had the kind of similar thing and when we came to korea we had a similar thing and that's why we kind of hooked up and we just kind of want to do that for you guys and we just kind of want this to be like a discussion amongst friends that's why we call you our friends we want it to be a discussion amongst friends we're not experts in any sort of means, so in nothing. Yeah, punching our own dicks, maybe. We're real good at that. Yeah, um, I guess that brings us to. Gosh, dang it, it's a long podcast, but I want to talk about this, which is our hopes for the podcast mm-hmm. in 2017. Mm. Now, the major problem in 2017 is there's a ju- very, very high probability. We say this sometimes every year, but very high probability that we're going to split up. Yes. Not, not the podcast is over, but. I'm we're going to be in two different places. Yeah, we're, we're either we're both going back to America, where we live in different states, or it's really up in there. Josh stays and I go home, or I go to Japan, and, and Josh, I might go to Japan too. Hey, that is the dream. That's the dream kind of dream scenarios that we both somehow can go to Japan or, together and live kind of know close. If that's happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we can say we're married. We're gay married, and then they'll put us together gay, in the same. Gay place. married instead of regular married. Right? Well, we can't get regular married, Josh. This is Trump's America we live in, okay? Right. We could get getting gay married. Uh, anyways, that's a whole nother conversation. I'm totally fine with getting gay married. We can do it. Um, Why would we get gay married? So that we can be placed in the same city. 
Because that's how it works in Korea. If you're married, they'll make sure. But if you, I don't think Korea okay, cares about gay married though. Oh, Korea would definitely care. They would definitely not accept gay married people here. Yeah. No, no I meant they don't care about places oh, and they place even for gay married. Wait, what? They wouldn't. They wouldn't take us into consideration to put us in the same place if we were gay married. Like they don't care. Is what I meant. Oh, don't care. I okay. I think they wouldn't accept us at all oh, yeah, because yes, they're yes, still yes, yes. super homophobic. That's, we, 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 I think we mean the same thing. I think we we're on the same page. Oh. Here. I think they'd be like, "Oh, you're gay. That's totally fine with us," and then never call us ever again. <laughs> oh, that sucks. That you guys are gonna have to be a weekend couple. <laughs> no, I, I. Okay, so you're saying they would still let us come, oh, but separately. I'm saying yeah. they would never let us come if they knew we were openly gay. Maybe not. Huh? Anyways, Japan. We, we know gay people here, and they can't be openly gay here. I mean, it's always been a. I don't know for you, but it's always been a dream of mine to live in to Japan. To be gay. Oh. <laughs> I, to if I wanted there? to be gay, I would just go and be gay. I don't know. Not in Korea, though. That's true. This is getting weird. Uh, yeah, to live in Japan. Me too. For the longest time, because I was obsessed with J-pop and anime and all that stuff. Yeah, I was I think- like, I want to go to Japan. And then K-pop snuck in, was like, bam, cute girls that aren't 12 years old. Who don't maybe. got snaggle tooth that you're like, it's sign me yeah. up. And they actually have way better music and way better dancing. It's sign like, oh, oh, running man. Oh, Korean dramas. Wait, you know. But yeah. recently, maybe the Terrace House bump is making me think like, before I go home for real, I should at least visit that side of my mm. wants, you know. And plus, Simon and Martina, they also recently right put out that video that was like, why we like Japan way more than Korea. And I'm like, oh, Yo, that, that had a huge impact on me also. Yeah, like all those things we've had a problem with, right? Like it sounds so much better in Japan. Yeah. And I think it really hit home for us because we're still living in all those things that they kind of complained about. Right. Um, so anyway, 2017, there's a big chance that... Um, we might not be in the same place. Right. The same place at the same time, just like that one IOI song or produce one of them. We're in the same place. Yeah. Uh, and that also kind of, it's it's not meant to be an excuse, but it does kind of, is one of the reasons why editing the video podcast has been so low on my priority list is because while the podcast will continue, we've assured you guys as part of like the Patreon and all that stuff that the podcast will continue no matter what. The audio podcast will be fine. But the video version is not really going to work if That's we're in different gonna places. Be in trouble, yeah. So in my brain, it's like, well, if it's going to end one day, it's going to be really low on my priority list now. But, you know, my 2017 kind of thing was like, I'm going to start editing it. So I did release 105 on YouTube. I skipped a bunch. Um, so I'm not really <laughs> sure. Oh, we got with some snags with that anyways. Oh, yeah. Oh, JYP. JYP. We can have a whole podcast of how stupid YouTube is with mm-hmm. their copyright. But we won't. We will. This is anger. already a two hour long podcast. Yeah. I'll probably edit down the audio ones to cut out some repetitive stuff. But the video version, I don't really edit much. So you're going to get all of this. All of it. Full, uncut, uncensored this week in K-pop. Uh, there's probably more shit, but whatever. I'm tired. You're tired of listening to us. This is, I think, maybe longer you, than you, the actual. You never answered the question. What do you want for this podcast out of 2017? Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't want to continue. Uh, like, I just want, I want to keep growing. Mm-hmm. And while we have grown, we grow every year. By the way, we're almost at, we're almost at 500,000 downloads, like half mm-hmm. a million downloads, which is crazy. Um, I want to do other things. Josh, maybe not K-pop related at all. Like, there are so many ideas I want to do. 
and we never do them, Josh. I'm, I'm still, we never do them. I'm still wishy-washy. It doesn't have to be that one. It could be many, many no. other things. Okay, so I'm still wishy-washy, but I really think our bottleneck is editing because Steven takes most of the editing. No. You don't think it's been editing? I think that is a problem, but I think the bottleneck is we're both lazy. Well, that's also problems. We don't right, want to do and and We can do it. Let's let's go forward, Steven. Maybe. Let's let's make the most of our time here. So like I, I don't I probably should mention this. I've actually never I haven't talked to you about this at all. But like me and my friend from home, uh this is the most after show thing ever, but my there's this guy on YouTube. Uh, he doesn't make many videos, but he was big on Reddit for a while, which is he just times himself. How long does it take to learn a skill? Right. So for example, he learned how to um, do a kickflip and he would, he filmed his entire process and it was like, it took him 18 hours of practice to learn how to kickflip. And I'm like, that's cool. Like he's actually learning something. It's a skill. It's not a super useful skill, but he's learning something and maybe inspiring other people to spend time and not just sit there and watch YouTube videos or sit there and do fucking nothing and learning a skill. Right. Um, and so me and my friend want to pretty much copy him and learn his skill, but we're kind of, um, uh, versus each other, like who can learn it the quickest. Um, so I, I want to do that. So I'm not entirely sure. I don't know if we're even fucking doing it because uh, my friend is also equally, uh, kind of flaky. Um, and he's got his own family and, and son and he's kind of busy. Right. But I want to do that. I don't foresee that editing taking too long. Right. But I also want to do something related to our channel. And I don't know what that could be, whether it's us again, being the Samgyeopsal connoisseur. Yeah. I'd be totally down to do that though. You say that, but. We've been That's talking about visiting restaurants for the longest time, and That's we finally true. have all the gear, and we just never we don't do it we because. Haven't. So s- step one, let's let's our, our the goal should be we should do a video outside. Yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to do a video outside since your brother. Remember when your brother came and we went to the spa, and I actually brought my camera and stuff, but we never <laughs> we actually did it. Anything, yeah. Right, and I'm not blaming you or anything, but it's like both of our dynamics for that kind of stuff are the same. Like we're both kind of embarrassed. Mm-hmm. to be out in public and we need somebody who's just like fuck it let's do this i don't want to be or embarrassed we need, or we need to just break it one time so we can just so the next time that we do it we're just like well we've done it fucking once right you know? and like the closest we've ever done for that is that video that will never ever be released where we try to do that lip lip singing thing and like it's a we didn't really have the gear ne- we should have for that video. Right? right. But like we actually did do it. And even though it never saw the light of day, maybe that made us never want to try anything ever again. Maybe, I, I'm, yeah, not, I I'm not real sure. Um, like editing is a big problem for sure. Like time spent. Cause I also want to play video games. I want to do things, but you know, it's the, I'm, let's I'm do 30, it. I'm 30. I'm, I'm 30 now. You know, I'm, th- I'm 30 in Korean age. Shut the fuck up. Wait, I'm like 32 now, technically, right? Because yeah. the year just passed, right? Yeah. We need to. We I want to do something. And let's. You so know, what? 2017 hashtag. I want to do something. Let's do it this year. If we haven't done it, send us a million emails about how shitty we are as people. Let's do it this year. Hey, Josh, remember that inter- interview podcast we were supposed to do? Oh, when we promised yes, people? yes, I remember that. We also didn't do that, mm-hmm. and that was something we legit promised people as part of Patreon. Mm-hmm. We're really bad at 
uh, do okay. anything. We're just okay? people. So 2017, yeah. what I want from the podcast is I want the podcast to keep going, right? I want yeah. to make it as uh, popular as ever. I don't really know how we're going to do that. Um, I wanted to bring in other like interviews and other, well, not interviews, but like collabs or something. Like I don't, I think we're at kind of doing as much as we can for the podcast already. Right. Um, it's, it's a niche of a niche of a niche. You know, we're not JRE. Like if JRE started a podcast, I'm sure it would instantly have way more people than us. Um, but so far, luckily he's sticking to what he's doing. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I want to do some other stuff, you know, and if eating, if going to a different restaurant every two weeks to eat samgyeopsal and trying to figure out which one's the, and ranking them just for funsies, I think that'd be fun. If it's doing that K-pop game that you don't want to do, I mean, we could do that. Um, you know what, Steven? Let's go. Let's, let's, I, I, let's I've go. said it. I've said it. And I've said it. And I've said it. And I said it. But let's. Because you know I'm lazy. Let's fucking go. I'm going to have to. We gotta. One of us. One of us. One of us is gonna have. It might have to be both of us, but we're gonna have to drag each other out of it. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, so that's uh, the longest after show for God knows. We thought it'd be short, but you know, whatever. We'll see you guys next time in the main episode. It's gonna be recorded relatively soon because I'm going to America next week. But uh, we'll see you there.